I'm the target of a meat missile going 150 miles an hour plus. That got really <laughs> exciting all of a sudden. I'm doing canopy safety. Um, I drive like an Asian, so I don't know if it's the most appropriate thing ever. I'm killing it. Utah, give me two. You're listening to Gravity Lab Radio, hosted by DJ Marvin and produced by Nicholas Lott. Have we talked about skydiving the whole time? Are you an alien? Aliens exist. Just mostly for Mexico. Um, you, are you into anal probes? Is that yes. what you're here for? We should probably not Absolutely. talk about it. No, That's oh, why I'm well. staying the night. Beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> I, know how, I know how we get Mel warmed up. You're like up. a straight-faced killer. Last, like, time yes. we, last time to get Mel warmed up, it got talk of like, like guys kissing, oh, anal mate. probes. See, look see, look at her. Now she's in. We got she's her. Like, well, yeah, last time I was in a video with a couch. Like. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're both on the couch, and no one's fucking anybody. What are we doing oh, yeah. with our lives? It's early. <laughs> it's early. Man, this couch has uh, semen on it. I found some. That's yours. Say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, on that note, are we? Are, is it happening? Is it real? Are we? Are is this real life? Uh, it's not real life, but, but we are hot. <laughs> we are hot. We are the hot. line is hot. Okay, great. Jesus. So, uh, did you did you make it on? Is it happening on Facebook too? Did you get both of the buttons? You got all the buttons. I got all the buttons. I know how to push the buttons. Oh, we got to welcome two people to the show. Mel, welcome back. What's up, Mel? Thanks. Josh Sherard, welcome to your first time uh, driving the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. God, you handsome devil! Oh. You didn't turn that camera back on yourself already, didn't you? <laughs> God, God, no, he's not. Goddamn professional <laughs> over there. So, uh, just a quick news, get this out of the way. Uh, Alex is still with the show, but with Nick being out of town a lot or busy a lot, me being busy a lot, there's just no way we can have the two hosts and a director. Yeah, Josh and I are doing next week. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's just like, uh, <laughs> is this like mom swap? Is that how this goes? I mean, yeah. host swap. Um, Did you say ho swap? Yeah. <laughs> ho swap. Ho that's that's the next Josh. show. Be swapping uh, love them hoes. Uh, it's nice to have two people on the couch, like playing back and forth off of you. We both get stuck. And so having one or the other of us gone has really hindered me doing the show a lot. So now we have Josh, who I actually think will be good behind the desk, but also on the couch. Alex also can play both ways. Uh, and then hey, of course, no we, doubt we I'm good on the couch. So let's go. <laughs> so yeah, welcome Josh to the show. If he fucks anything up, I trained him how to do all of it. It's all me. If he does well, he's smarter than me, so it's not going to be hard. Do you, do you feel like we need a new intro for the show? Man, I would like one. I'm down. It's tough uh, with Braden making that announcement to think about who's going who's gonna to live up to that. Uh, that's the part is I don't want to uh, lose Braden. Right. It's a hard thing to say goodbye to. Yeah. So, yeah. Why do you need a new intro? Well, it says uh, Justin Grubb's name on there. Um, not anymore. And he's just, he's just, oh, did you, did you change it? I went back to the OG intro. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So the intro is uh, Greg Lab Radio with your host, DJ Marvin, produced by Nicholas Lott, mm -hmm. because that's the way it started. Eventually produced by Justin Grubbs, because he, to this day, produced the most number of shows, I think, more than all of us combined. Um, and then when he stepped away from the show, he still comes back here and there, but when he stepped mm -hmm. away... Uh, I just changed it back to the OG with you and I, and I've landed there. But now it's a crew of us, and uh, I think it'd just be easiest just to leave all our names off of it. 
Yeah, maybe. I mean, <laughs> you've been on every episode, right? Because <laughs> I have because it's my cause house. here we are at your house. Yes. Yeah. For those of you who who ask, no, we are not at the drop zone. No, this is not some secret room in the drop zone. Um, it's so cool. I get people all the time going like, so where in the drop zone is, is, is you guys record the podcast? I'm like, not here. We, well, we have done one from the drop zone. We have. We have. I don't remember who it was. Cody uh, Hillier. Is that his name? Was it Cody Hillier? Oh, um, and yeah. Jesse two gentlemen. Yes. Was it Jesse Weir? No, it wasn't Jesse Weir, was it? I don't think it was Jesse Weir. I don't remember. Um, it was Cody and uh, it was another Jesse, I believe, though. So, but they tag teamed it, right? Yes, yeah. Like someone, someone came in for emotional support and ended up contributing. Quite yeah, a bit. they talked the dude into with sunglasses into showing up on the show and just sitting there looking like he was a gangster the whole time. <laughs> um, and I've actually seen Cody again since, man. And I saw I, he he reintroduced himself to me without his sunglasses on, and I didn't recognize him. He reminded me on the show. I'm like, oh shit! I didn't see you without your glasses. I had no clue what you looked like. So. Josh, it probably tells you what episode number this is when you look over there. Uh, oh. 186. Look on the laptop. Oh, so oh my God, it's 186? I, yeah. I thought it was 187. Oh, my God, I would have lost it. If it was 187. I have to do 187. With, with Josh Sherrard, <laughs> former police officer. Let's get all the popo up here. Yep. Yeah. Up in here. Man, are we going to try and have someone else with uh, police service in their or past, or do we just get a gangster rapper? I was just say, do we have a murderer? That would uh, be great. I don't that know if you know... That appropriate. Do you know the rapper Redman? <laughs> I do. Newly licensed jumper. It's got to have Spaceland. Pretty awesome. <laughs> Dude, it's... Uh, have you met Redman, Mel? Uh, briefly. Do you know who Redman is in general? Absolutely not. Okay. I, uh, Redman is, is a huge name rapper from my era. Growing up, he was huge in my time and honestly just never was into his music. Never was against it. But he was on the movie How High, and that's where I became a fan of Redman. But on the DZ, I would have never recognized who he was as mm -hmm. him. And he just sits in the corner, chills by himself, doesn't give a fuck, relaxed. When people come and spaz out over him, he's really mellow and nice about it. You would have never guessed he was anything but just a dude hanging out with us. Like, I got a lot of respect for a guy who has that kind of prestige just to... He probably likes a packing room because it's a little bit more hidden. Yeah, I, I bet he enjoys uh, the anonymity of belonging in, in a new community where everyone's not obsessed with him. Yeah. Because that's got to be... Man, it's got to be exhausting to be a famous person. Everywhere you go, someone's grabbing you for another selfie. It's got to be crazy. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine it. I mean, like Mel, you're an actual rock star. Am I? <laughs> you got the hair for it. <laughs> she could be like, "What's that uh, comedian carrot top?" Got carrot top. I don't know who that is. You don't know who it is. You no. can imagine he's a redhead. Sure. Absolutely atrocious prop comic. So. Got it. Um, speaking of Mel, Mel Porter, welcome back. When's the last time you were here? On the podcast? Yeah. Only like a couple of months ago, maybe. Six months ago. Okay, that's more than a couple. I don't but know it's how only you like six guests ago. Yeah, it's only we like six guests. We didn't do anything all summer. No, we haven't. Jeez. We're lazy Man. fucks. Got called out. Yeah. 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 I've been busy. Nick's been mm -hmm. busy. What do you want to do? You want to hang out here and just host the show for us while we're gone? I probably could. Yeah, me and Josh have got it. You guys got it. Yeah, he's got uh, I'm out. pushing the buttons. And yeah, do you want to switch? You know, we've never had DJ as an official guest. We could just put you Ooh. on the couch right now, put him in the big chair. Let's do that. You can ask him a bunch of questions. I mean, he does all the talking anyway. Doesn't yeah. matter where he sits. Doesn't matter. If you guys want to <laughs> see DJ as a guest, let no. us know. Raise your hand. Yep, absolutely. I feel like I that's got it. That's got to happen at some point. I, I mean, don't think it does. Set in, like, I've, I, so I've been a guest on a couple other shows. Go check out uh, Lunatic Fringe. 
I was on that. Waz's podcast. What does he call it? Wazzy Circus. Wazzy Circus. Um, other than that, Mel said it. You guys get to hear enough of us. You get to hear enough of our bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no. What's up, Mel? How are you doing? Great. Where have you been the last six months? I've uh, been in Norway. Norway? Yep. Yeah. You're in Oslo, right? Mm-hmm. Man. Kind of Oslo. So, you know that I think the super sad news about Voss, right? Yes. What what do you know about Skydive Voss? And, and, and for anybody listening, this is not a lot of real drama. This is common knowledge stuff. Is it common knowledge? Uh, when I was in Sweden, everybody seemed to talk about it. Everybody seemed to realize it was going on. Okay. So Skydive Voss, this might be their last year next yeah. summer, right? Yeah. Do you know why? Mm-mm. Something to do with the land. That's that's the answer I have as yeah. well. So Does that affect the wind tunnel that's there? Do you know? I don't know, but is, if it's on the same site, then yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it is or not. The pictures um, I've seen of that tunnel makes it look like it. It is pretty close, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know, honestly. Hmm. Yeah, something about land disputes. And yeah, I, I say it's common knowledge. I was in mm. Sweden and several people were talking about Voss having mm. its last year and everybody wishing jumpers from, from uh, Voss the best, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it's common enough knowledge. I've heard people openly mm. talk about it on a DZ. I think there's still hope that it's not going to close down, though. Oh, there is a lot of hope for that. But I also, talking to people from the area, the word is hope for sure. Yeah. They don't have as much belief as they have hope. And uh, I have only seen videos. You've jumped there, yeah? No? No, never jumped there. I I know you did. I didn't remember where you did the VR. Oh, Switzerland. Switzerland. It's all the same, man. Europe. It's all mountains and pretty. It's all beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Texas. Fucking ugly as shit, man. Uh, it looks so beautiful. And yeah. you're jumping in Oslo? It's got Oslo, yeah. How's it compare, uh, compared to, uh, how does it compare with mountains, hills, valleys? Mm, it's flatter than Voss. Uh, there are some mountains around, but it's uh, in the middle of a forest completely. So a lot of trees, no outs. And how busy is, is Oslo, Sky of Oslo? Um, nothing compared to Voss. Um, but we still do probably 100 students in four months that we're open and thousand tandems or something but they're all clubs so we're not there to make mm, the club's not there to make yeah. money for, for themselves right everything goes back into the club in the system for the fun jumpers so it's a bit different has anybody jumped at a club before nick josh no nope, no nope. i have not yeah. it's uh there's quite a few clubs in the u.s mm. but i just don't see many of them invest in their own club and i say invest in their own club it's the jumpers the members of the club mm-hmm. invest in their own club the way i've seen the europeans do it it, it really mm-hmm. seems like a, a much more productive uh club scene in Europe. yeah yeah so it's uh how uh, you say 100 students you mean 100 student jumps or 100 student light mm-hmm. 100 licenses licenses or uh, begin their a license like begin their aff okay and about an 80 percent finish and get an a license in four months so like 80 students. 80 students yep. in four months. Big numbers, wow. yeah. So at some point, Spaceland Houston has produced somewhere around 160 students I- or licenses in a mm-hmm. year. Uh, that's 12 months. Yep. And that was on more than one occasion. That number or lower was the most for any non-military USPA drop zone. Yep. 80 in four months. Yep. Jesus, where do they come from? Well, that so those numbers is specifically 2021 when I was there. Okay. I don't know what the numbers were prior to that, but because we were in complete lockdown, so all of Norway was locked down for COVID, Norwegians had quite a bit of money to spend and couldn't leave the country. So a lot of them were doing things like getting their skydiving license and stuff. I believe we didn't do that many this year. Still more than a lot of other drop zones, but not quite 100. 
Th- I think that was something that shocked a lot of full-time skydivers and caught them off guard. Uh, we saw this uh, after we see this after a lot of massive tragedy where people can't afford or can't for any reason go places mm-hmm. after lockdown or after uh, a, a financial tragedy where well we have some money to do some stuff but we can't go do big trips people skydive more people do that at home luxury more so you guys saw a boost there for sure nick we saw a decent boost uh during the early phases our our boost was definitely more in tandem numbers than in stp numbers i think it was easy for people to find a few hundred dollars especially from the stimulus checks to go and do a tandem but uh to, to throw a th- few thousand dollars at, at getting your license, fewer people did that. And now it seems like uh, things are slowing back down again. And mm-hmm. it's, it's almost true everywhere we go. Yeah. How is the, uh, is that, tr- you say, yeah, that's true in Norway? Yeah. See, it's slowing down? For sure, yeah. Is, do you think it's slowing down because of, of that honeymoon phase and it's over or because of the change of economy? Worldwide, the economy is crazy. Both. The change in economy, for sure. But also just the fact that Norway's opened up again in Europe. Like, we can travel much more freely uh, now. You, I mean, I, they didn't even check my vaccination stuff to get here. So it's not, it's much easier to, to move around and do things. So people, because they've been stuck in their country for so long. They just want to go to Spain again. They want to go to other places. They're not just want to get out. Yeah, it's crazy to see how long the world has been in lockdown. And I say the world. We live in Texas. We were in lockdown for two months, <laughs> two yeah, weeks, yeah, about two months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like Australia, still f- up till recently, was struggling with some areas of lockdown. I say recently, in the l- about a year ago, I think. Less than. Less Perth than. Yeah. Only opened. Yeah, less than a year ago. Yeah, and it's just crazy to to see where different mindsets have been, but it, it seems like everybody's past the pandemic. Mm, Joe Biden is. I mean, <laughs> if he's over it, then we should all be good, right? Man, I feel like I have not seen him be the president. Like, I can't think of a, and maybe it's because I, you know, used to watch news and television a lot more often, where you kind of see those things. But man, I can't like, I can't tell you a single thing I've heard about him doing. Or a single speech he's made. Well, he Nothing. said COVID's <laughs> over. He did say that? Yeah, yeah. No, he said it's done. The pandemic's over. So that he did something. He's president. Well, nice. <laughs> but is that because Trump was so vocal and so in the media and like... Well, not just Trump. No, I don't All know. All of them? Okay. No, I, Obama did oh, a lot yeah, of things acting fair. as a president. Mm-hmm. I mean, Obama and Trump, you're talking about black and white. And I don't mean that color-wise. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, Jesus. oh, yeah. <laughs> but you talk about polar opposites, right? Yeah. But yet both of them did things as a president, whether you liked it or agreed with it or not. <laughs> you know, it's so funny that I've noticed it, it seemed like so many people were complaining about Trump when he was in office. And now I feel like there's such a loud voice for like, come back, Trump. <laughs> Have you, you guys hearing this at all? So, y- you know, it's, it's it's pretty common in public, you know, you know, kind of public agency media, media relations. And, and one of the you know, one of the big things we talk about and especially in the government side is that, you know, that a lot of times you just want to run you know, behind the curtains, behind the scenes, you know, as much as you try to come out and do the right thing and, Hey, this looks like a really good opportunity or, you know, this is a way to, and not necessarily spin it, but Hey, this, this can be made to, Hey, we're doing some really great stuff. The most vocal, you know, the most, the most vocal people you're going to have are your opposition. So it's always, it doesn't matter if you come out and do anything that may be good. It's just going to be spun to, to look bad somehow. So a lot of times you have to be really, you know, picky on your battles as, as far as like, look, should we just do this and just get it done, or should we be vocal about it and we're just going to get slaughtered, you know, just either way? So, you know, that, and, and, it, and it gets worse. And, and so I think that's kind of where we're at right now with the society is he could come out and do some something great, but you're, 
you know, your vocal minority is just going to come out and just absolutely slaughter him no matter what. You think Joe Biden has it in him to do something great as president? I guess we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have one strong opinion about Trump if he becomes president again. Don't let him touch social media. As long as he doesn't have access to social media, he'll be a lot better off. Like uh, him posting on Twitter is the worst thing he's allowed to ever do. That guy makes a complete ass of himself every chance he can when he gets social media in his hands. Yeah, you can't censor him off social media though. <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can't, but he should not. I'm saying he shouldn't be allowed. He 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 should put it down. Say I shouldn't touch is, us. You keep these out of my hands. Is he back on Twitter now? Is that is, I have is no he clue. allowed? I have I have no clue. I feel like he's still banned. I don't follow po- like th- th- I talk more about politics on this show than I talk about my entire life because I am so disenfranchised with the entire political system the way it is. I like the uh, the. the Man, things aren't horrible. We we live in a good place. We live in a good country, but our the political system's just broken. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of, of how things work. So, I don't vote for either side. I am the person who will throw my vote away for some third party, whatever version I currently believe in. And I'll vote for a Republican if I believe in the dude or the gal or the guy. I'm not saying any of them are bad, but I just yeah. It looks like to answer your question, it looks like he is. Uh, basically, he's posting through his, you know, that social media platform, Truth Social, that that he started. <laughs> so he's actually posting it. He's on Twitter as at uh, Pres Trump TS, you know. So he's kind of writing all that stuff through Truth Social. Oh, so. Interesting. So all yes right. and no. Well, that's weird. That's all Elon weird. was going to let him back on that. I did know. Did he? Did he buy Twitter? I don't remember. I'm he backed out of the deal. Okay, I remember hearing that talked about, but I didn't know yeah. what went through. You know, I mean, he, he should be on Twitter. I think I heard this on the Rogan podcast. Like the Taliban is on Twitter, and the and the and Donald Trump is not. That is true. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't like, dude. If you want to be on Facebook and make an ass of yourself, you want to be on Twitter and show how dumb you really are. And I'm not talking about Trump. I'm talking about anybody. It's your God-given right to to or or your Allah or whoever you believe in right to be an ass. Like, go ahead. I love the fact that those people can post on social media. Because that helps me know who I believe in or agree with. Some of my friends, I'm like, yo, dude, we're still friends, but you dumb. You're real dumb. Some of my friends, I'm like, man, I- I've seen people post things, and I've actually gained respect for the way they've handled themselves on social media. Mel, do you do you social media much? No. I have a Facebook account just because I travel so much, but mm-hmm. I hate it. Isn't it great to stay in touch with like your friends worldwide, see what people are doing on the other side of the I d- don't Rock. scroll the feed at all. I just use Messenger because people. I was say you say me. you say you hate it. Is that really just? Is it you just use it as a you know kind of a contact tool? Yeah, that's it. I just use Messenger. Can't you like just discontinue your Facebook account and just have Messenger? Possibly. Um, I don't know. I think that's. Possible. I just don't have yeah. the app though, so I'd have to go into my like internet thing and open Facebook and yeah, log in and smart. all that, and I just don't. Why don't you have the app? Because then I'd use it. <laughs> That's you're better yeah. off. I'm, uh, I'm, you're better off. I like 100%, it. yeah. I, uh, I'm on social media way too much, but I use the excuse of it's my job. So, And, and I really... Yeah, fine line, though. Yeah. It's hard to... It, it, it is. It's very hard. It's my mm-hmm. job to scroll past that post I just made and look at that girl's butt for a minute. Oh, yo, have you been <laughs> on my phone, <laughs> brah? Um, I, speaking of which, are you on social media still? Man, I'm, I still have both of my uh, social media accounts. I definitely am looking at them less, but uh, man, it's it's a it's a bad morning habit for me. I get up, I get moving, I pull up my phone, I look at some emails, and then uh, 
Yeah, and then it just it's like the other morning I was so happy that I didn't open up uh, any social media during my morning routine. And then on my drive to work, I opened it for the first time and then realized, oh, I had already opened it and looked at it. I went, shit. Man, this thing this thing's got me. So you have the app on the phone. Yeah, and I need to erase this. That's a really great idea. It's much honestly, you just do it less if here we go. It's happening right now. It takes effort. I will not delete the app on my phone. <laughs> okay. You cannot talk me into that's it. You're right. You be a bully. <laughs> <laughs> can do what you want. I, I, I will admit I wake up and I commonly get on social media right away, but I manage some Facebook accounts for other people and Instagram accounts for other people, so I check their messengers right away. I have to get on and do customer that's interactions. Good, that's I just deleted Facebook. <laughs> I, try, I just tried to like use my... That's I'm like, not that's the not same face. Yeah, yeah, no. My face is much prettier. Sure. Man, you are so man, woman. You're a beautiful man. Don't Thank listen you. to her. I appreciate she doesn't know anything. She's got red hair. Yeah. So oh, how geez. was how was the scene in Oslo this year? Like, how was your summer? The weather was pretty terrible the whole summer. Like, What's what sort of terrible? Oh, just like rain, rain for three days straight, and then we'd have a really good day, and we'd do like fourteen work jumps, and then it would rain for another three days, and it was fucking. But isn't that wait. common that part oh. of the world? Well, apparently, yeah. But I had an amazing summer in 2021, so that's what I was expecting. Sunshine, heat, amazing. I like how she's like, oh, it rained for three days. Were you here in May? It rained for three weeks straight. <laughs> like, it rained like in three April. Days. It rained for it yeah, rained all for month, April. too. Yeah. But, and it's still raining now when I got back as well, but it kind of like has a shower and then it stops. You're still jumping Man, we throughout had a, the day. a drought for so long we were gone. I there know. were days and, and days and months. The minute I got back, oh, it yeah, July, fucking raining July. again. So you came this way while I went that way. Literally, we passed, yeah, right? Yeah, actually, we the week you I w- were already in Sweden, and I was leaving, because I planned to come and visit you, actually. My week in Sweden was gorgeous weather. Yeah. They, they were shocked. We skydive Stockholm, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, we don't get weather like this. As a matter of fact, our whole summer's been ass. Yeah. Um, and we had the most blessed fucking weather the entire Vectorfest. It was gorgeous. So, yeah. obviously, the bad weather follows your ass. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said that because I went to Colorado last week, too, and it was beautiful weather here. And then rained the minute I got back. And what did you do in Colorado? I just went to see an aunt. My aunt lives in Colorado. Yeah, where at? Denver. Denver. Do you do any hiking, any sightseeing? I went up the mountain, yeah. Yeah. We y- just talked a lot, to be honest. But just spent time with family? Ate some, yeah. Ate a lot of vegan food. And Where's your aunt from? Australia. Okay. All the Aussies coming this way? Mm-hmm. She's been here 20 years. Yeah. So we call Australia down under. What do, you, do you call this up over? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the like, you're the stupidest looking human being. <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> like, there's no elaboration. Like, no. I feel like my mom just answered a question. I'm like, shit. This is Auntie Heather. Yes. She came here to visit last time you were in town, right? She did come for a skydive. Did, yes. did a tandem, didn't she? Yes. How'd she like it? She fucking loved it. She remembers her instructor very well and her camera flyer. Who was her instructor? Brewer. Brewer. Mm-hmm. Those short shorts. <laughs> I wish he was wearing them that day. And them tight tights. Yes. God, that guy's out there, man. And I mean that in the best way. Yeah. Uh, and who was the camera flyer? Nick Lop. <laughs> I thought it was going to be you. I thought <laughs> I was on the jump, but I wanted pictures of me and my aunt in the sky. Ah, so Nick yeah. came and took some photos. Now, if, if I ever had a chance to shoot video of my family, I wouldn't do it either. Because of what you just said. Yeah. I'd rather be in it. Yeah. So how was it jumping with your aunt? Incredible. She's done a few before. Yeah. Wasn't her first tandem. But, uh, Have you jumped with any other family? I've been in the same plane with my brother and my mum both jumped. Yeah. Um, but I haven't. I was had like 100 jumps then, so I wasn't able to jump with them. But you still got to share the experience with mm-hmm. them. How yeah, was my mum was fucking terrified. Like, 
Did you enjoy that? Uh, no, actually. So because I was also scared when I started jumping and I deal with people with a lot of fear all the time, but it wasn't till my mum jumped that I realised it's a different kind of fear. Like I deal with fear within my comfort zone maybe. Like I still did my first time when I was 14. It's Although there's some, it's a bit scary, like it was comfortable for me. She was well out of her comfort zone. Like absolutely would not have been there if I didn't make her. And uh, it was, she's still to this day the most scared tandem I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Did that change or affect the way you do you are when you deal with new jumpers? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it also changed a little bit uh, about like how I deal with fear and and how I deal with other people's fear, I guess. In what I way? Think. In that uh, fear is super interesting, and I thought that I had been living maybe outside of my comfort zone and doing things that scare me all the time, but it wasn't until I saw the amount of fear in her face it was like oh, I've never done anything that scary <laughs> what I think is scary is probably um, still within my comfort zone to some extent yeah eating liver is scary mm. she thinks she's gonna die jumping out of an airplane is scary mm. uh, you know two very different things of, of scary yeah so <laughs> well, I want to <laughs> ask this question your liver comment really threw me up but do you do you think that just because you know your mom so well and you know how far away she is from what's baseline for her, do you think that that's that does that have any influence about why you perceive her as the most nervous tandem student you've ever seen? Uh, completely objectively, it's rare that I see someone c so white and shaking from head to toe and just like not jumping like the only reason she's jumping is because she's looking in my eyes mm -hmm. and she told me she would like wow and she got down she she gets uh motion sickness and they only there was it's the middle of australia it was in york actually drops in it shut down now and the iga like the supermarket around the corner only had these herbal sick sickness pills because mm. she wasn't supposed to jump that day my brother was supposed to go and um so she bought those and it didn't work at all so she got down and she, like she's had vertigo before so she was laying like went into the bathroom was laying on the the bench in there and was just sick like it was insane it was it was pretty bad that was pretty awesome that she still jumped i don't think she would again no no i'm amazed she jumped i i've seen a lot of tandems in my life a mm -hmm. shitload and i don't think i've seen anybody Right into the point that you're describing, yeah. And in part, it's not just what you're describing. You're physically acting out some of, of her nervousness, and it's. Oh, I do that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it, it's it's if without seeing it, like no, I mm. I don't think I've seen that. Also, you're very nervous because you've been beating the shit out of your leg with that little toy airplane for a while now. I <laughs> like to fiddle anyway, but yeah, I'm fucking nervous. <laughs> I this is not comfortable for me. <laughs> well, you're doing a wonderful Perfect. job. You're not supposed I, uh, to say that out loud. You're going to scare people away from being on the show. Yeah. Well, I'm still doing it. There you go. And if they don't want to, then they're pussies. Oh, oh shit. Bam. Good if her mom can make out. a tandem, fuck you. Mm -hmm. You can be on the show. You know, you are someone who I've seen get a lot of joy out of confronting things that you're scared of. Uh, yeah. it's Why? I do a lot of that. I don't know. I. But this is the thing. Like, I don't know if there's anything in this world that would scare me as much as that tandem scared my mom. So I don't know what I would be like in the face of that amount of fear, honestly. But I do tend to use fear as a compass in life in that, like, if something scares me, then I go and do that Do thing. you think that that's because, like you said, nothing in this world would, you know, I'd fear as much. Do you think mm -hmm. that's because you've dealt, you know, you've, you've confronted your fear so much throughout your life that you understand how to process it and work through it? And maybe she hasn't? I mean, I don't know, obviously don't know what she's been through, but. Yeah, so, so this tandem we're talking about was, like, three or four years ago. I only had 100 jumps then. So my 
how I dealt with fear back then was different to how I do now. I think for sure now I, yeah, it's like that. I, um, I do it so frequently that it's not even a question anymore. I, I mean, we were out the other night and I was having a conversation with Sam and Nick actually. We were at Willem's leaving drinks and they were discuss- it came up in conversation, these like uh, sensory deprivation pods. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? So for anyone who doesn't know, it's like salt water that you get inside this really small space in the dark in silence and lay and you're incomplete. Uh, you're floating. Um, but there's the water and the, t- the air temperature and everything's the same temperature to your body. So it's like being suspended in, in nothing. But you... Go ahead. Yeah, I want to give you some <laughs> background music. Brilliant, thank you. Um, and immediately when they started talking about it, I was like, holy fuck, there's no way. There's no way I could be in a, sp- a space that small. It's terrifying to me. So the next, I was thinking about it that night and I went home and booked it the next day because I was like, I've got to try this then. How was it? Um, actually not as scary as I thought it was going to be. Um, when I got inside where you close the lid of the pod, there's like a, because the light in the room was still on, there was like a ring of light which was helpful and then eventually that turned off and it went away but it was a lot more calm than I was expecting it to be. It didn't feel as claustrophobic or as um stuck I guess than I than I anticipated. I uh I've thought about doing it but I just don't have a huge interest. The claustrophobia doesn't bo- like so I've gone through MRIs and things so mm-hmm. being in that tight confined space I'm like ah I can just close my eyes and go away and disappear. That that I can do. I just What doesn't interest you about it? I it just it, it part of it sounds boring. Interesting. I want to hear more. Part of it sounds. Man, I, I'll have to put some words to it. I have to put some thought to it. But I want to hear more about your experience. What, was it boring? I've never been bored with my own mind. That's just not something that happens. Um, over the last couple of years, I have sp- I, like. I can understand why the experience would be overwhelming for some people that don't spend a lot of time uh, just in a space with their own brains, (laughs) in their own mind. Um, But over the last couple of years, especially the last year, I have done a lot of that. I do meditate. I do things like that. So it felt quite natural and normal to me to be in there. So for me, I have a really hard, uh, something that's a struggle for me, but I'm also really good at, and it's turning off my mind. Mm -hmm. My mind is a million miles an hour. It races nonstop. It can go to a Brazilian different places, Mm -hmm. but then out of nowhere, if I want or need to turn it off, I can just close my eyes, go away, and just get lost in nothing. I can turn off my brain reasonably well, Mm -hmm. um, which part of me goes, well, then it would be interesting to be in a sensory deprivation tank. Mm-hmm. But then part of me is like, I would just sit there and be bored. And I don't... But see, I, I, can, I cannot do that. If like, you're bored, your mind's not turned off. Okay. If you're feeling boredom, then you're not at that beta, like, okay, so I don't. Wa- I'm not saying I feel bored when my mind's turned off. I'm saying mm. in that case, I would... So Talk I, about this beta state. Tell me. That's... Yeah. <laughs> That's the point of the the chamber is to go in and really turn off your mind and be able to escape from the the thoughts of of everyday life and things like that. Um, I got in and it literally felt like five minutes. I was shocked. It's because I wanted no music and you can have music and lights if you want to. I wanted nothing. And I asked her like, how am I going to know when to come out then? And there's like a filtration system that turns on after your hour's finished. And that came on and I was like, whoa. Where'd it go? (laughs) Yeah. I would have said five minutes. So tell me, tell me more about this beta state. What is beta state? Uh, do you know more about it? Can I you don't. Expi- okay. No, I want um, you to tell me more about it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know a lot about it. I just know that when you 
uh, in deep meditation when you really are shutting off the mind, like you're describing, the heart rate slows, like everything in the body really slows down, like it would when you're sleeping, but you're not asleep. Um, and in that state, that's when the, the, the rest and the like uh, recuperation and the, the healing comes to the body, right? And that's the point of a chamber like this is to get to a point. And that's why they recommend three for normal people, for like for like anyone who doesn't t- typically meditate and things. What do you is mean recommend three? They want you to do three sessions because okay. the first one you're going to get, most people are going to get in and be like, oh, there's so much happening in my mind. I can't stop this. Like so many thoughts, everything that happened in the day is going through my mind right now. I don't know what to do. And then as you get used to being in that state, you, you get better and better at it, right? And then everything slows down. So then it, um, that's when you get the, the benefits of it, I guess. You've done, you've been in sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, I've done that uh, probably a couple handfuls of sometimes. And how's your experience, Ed? Man, my first time, uh, kind of what Mel's describing, I remember seeing that same, like, <laughs> that, that little of seam light, of light yeah. that it's like, okay, I, I can fuck with this. <laughs> I, did, I did have music going, and I did have the lights on in the pod. So to oh. me, it was just a stage of, of getting comfortable of, okay, I'm in here, and the lid's closed. And hey, I can open the lid. Okay, great. I'm not mm-hmm. trapped. No one's holding me in here. I'm not going to die in here. Great. And then I'd turn off the lights, and then I'd see that little ring that we, t- we talked about, the mm-hmm. light showing through this, the seam in the pod. Be like, okay, great. I can. I, that's enough light, though. If I close my eyes, that light is completely gone. And okay, mm-hmm. here, here I am in the spot. And then my mind would start to wander to somewhere crazy. I was meditating quite a bit the first time that I went into a into one of these tanks. And uh, you know, when you quiet your mind, odd things come in. Mm-hmm. And I'd open up my eyes and turn the light on and be like, shit, this is like reality's still here, right? Okay, good. Okay, let's settle back in for a little bit. And uh, yet then uh, th- I had music. Uh, I mean, it's not really music so much as it's just sound. It's not like there's not a beat to it. It's just when you think about the hippie flowy noises that you'd hear at the <laughs> massage parlor, it's kind of some stuff like that. And the, the music totally faded away all, th- all the way. And now I'm just there with just my brain. It's like shit. I gotta put up with this thing. That, that's hour. what I would. That's what I would think. Like I'm. Uh, no, that's the scary part for me. Is like, what's gonna come up? And like, I don't. I don't want to. But but to me, that's that's why? where the work begins. Yeah, is when you you're when you're uncomfortable. Now you've started. hundred oh, percent. It's like endurance sports. It's the same thing. Well, and that's so that's then that's exactly what you know when you talk about facing a lot of fear. Yeah. And that's that's what I think. Like facing physical fear is you know I Your think is, I think as as skydivers regardless of what the physical fear is, I think we've, we've realized how to, how to, how to approach and then process and then execute that very well, no matter what it is, mm-hmm. because there's not a lot that's a whole lot more physically, um, you know, demanding than, than Scott, as far as fear is concerned. Put the camera on you. I know. <laughs> but, uh. Don't listen to him. You're doing great. I know. Uh. I, I just didn't want it on me anymore. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, I think that's when we talk about when you talk about like really being able to confront your fear, I think that's where, um, you know, you get kind of this, um, this philosophical line where that's, that's very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I'll do whatever, you know, physically and action wise. But, but when it comes to like, Hey, how do I really confront, you know, some of the, you know, some of the things that I have, you know, emotionally and psychologically, the, you know, the issues that I need to deal with, mm-hmm. you know, rather than just kind of put them off to the side, which is what we all normally do on a day to day basis. So yeah, it's quite common. Yeah. So I think, I think you've, you seem to be doing a very good job and you seem to understand how to kind of take that process and execution of moving through physical fear and then really kind of internalizing that uh, into how to do that, you know, with the fear mm-hmm. that we all, that we all have, but none of us really kind of, you know, confront on a day-to-day basis. So that's, that's interesting. 
So what's stopping you from exploring your mind? I'm afraid. I think I, 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 I thought I just talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, I guess not everyone just has the same. Giant like, pussy. So <laughs> yeah, but the benefits of it are so great. Ab- absolutely. Um, no, I, I would I would 100% agree. Um, but there's that, you know, that, that hill you got to get over, right? So. What are you doing to get over it? Uh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because that's <laughs> why would I do that? That sounds horrible. I feel like we need to all go to a, to the float tank and then revisit this conversation. The, but is he won't because he's afraid. Exactly. Is there okay. a group float tank? Like, is there? Yeah, we <laughs> there is. It's, it's horrible. Are it you makes serious? no fucking sense. There's a no, group there's like a, a couple float tank, but it's okay. ridiculous. It's also called it's a spa. Like, <laughs> don't like bother with that. It's called a fuck tub. No one yeah. should do that. <laughs> that. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. The the sensory deprivation with other people. I yeah, no, no. And I was like, did, did you float around and bump into the walls at all? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I hated that. Yeah, I'd be surprised when I'd find a wall and be like, <laughs> oh shit, I'm still in this fucking thing. <laughs> you hate it because it would just interrupt you? Yeah. Because it it's yeah. super salty water, right? So it makes you like yeah. ultra, ultra. Yeah, blind. you're just floating. Yeah. How, I'm curious, how did you find, like, what was your body position where you were most comfortable? <laughs> I wanted the surrender, so I don't know if I'm on camera, but basically my hands like above my head. That's I do that same way. Yeah, it's sort of awkward for the shoulders, but it was the most comfortable. I also tried like down by my body and I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But towards the end of the the hour, my neck was hurting so much that I actually put my hands like under my head mm. and was just laying like that. It was great. I, I feel like the wa- like the surface of the water is just too close to my eyeballs to really yeah. be comfortable. But if I have the buoyancy of my arms above my head, that it pulls my head out just this little bit to so where... So that's why I put my hands where like I can focus. under my head because I got so sick of like... I felt like I had to hold my head out just slightly so that it didn't seep into my eyes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like I've been to one place that had a pool noodle floating around in there. Did they have one? So when I came out, there's like a blue ring thing, which I guess that's what it's for, but she didn't. Ex- uh, next time I'll use that because mm-hmm. it would be helpful, yeah. So when was this you went to? Last century? night. Last night. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah, because <laughs> we were talking about it Monday. They were closed Tuesday, so I went Wednesday. <laughs> How great. are you? You don't have a car, do you? I, no. Okay. No. You're just bumming rides with friends. Uh, yep, pretty much. Love it. Yeah, f- homie, homie Ubers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's terrifying, though. I would say that was the worst part of the whole experience for me, of, like, actually going inside my mind and, and being inside the flotation chamber or whatever. It was all absolutely fine. It was great. Five minutes. And I had the best sleep last night, and I woke up feeling so refreshed and so happy this morning. Um, but the drive back was fucking horrible. And the drive there, actually. I hate just – I'm not that comfortable. I hate driving. Texas is mental. And I don't like maps and I don't usually have internet. So I kind of have to just read the map and guess where I'm going. And it's te- it's just horrible. Have you been borrowing a car? Is that what you... I borrowed Aaron's to go okay. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I was driving alone. It was. And Houston can be a bit of a maze if you're not used to the area. Yeah. Yeah. I can and definitely see like, that. No one knows how to drive. I can see that. Yeah. She's not wrong. Yeah. It's so scary. Is that, it doesn't really bother me. I, 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 mm. I get in rush hour traffic and I just give up and surrender to rush hour traffic and don't give a fuck yeah i get in the far left lane and stop and go traffic only for the simple reason of there's less directions for people to come at me from mm-hmm. so i could be even more switched off okay I, yeah yeah traffic does not i, I can't switch off fuck about traffic i it's traffic's on let me roll down some windows and turn on some music as long as the car in front of me ain't got bad okay. exhaust i'm good to go 
So it isn't necessarily the traffic that bothers me though. Like I'm, I'm, I'm don't get angry. Like I'm fine yeah. to be in that space if I know where I'm going. But I'm so bad at making decisions and knowing like which exit I actually need that it's terrifying for me when I'm like, is it that one? Is it that one? I'm going past. Fuck. Oh, I'll just take the next one. Oh fuck, it's not either of them. Like now I have to go somewhere. When I went to get donuts last night when Nick was gone, fuck, I had to go and get the donuts. And I missed an Thank exit. you for doing that, by the <laughs> way. How did you get in charge of being Wait, in charge like, of donuts? She loved donuts uh, the most. It's her, I've it's her. definitely eaten my fair share of donuts over the time the that I've been here. Where so do you, it's, where um, do you get, like, I thought there's like a donut shop like right there in Alvin. Like just like, like where, where do you guys go to eat donuts? I pick up donuts at a Shipley's on the way to the drop zone from, okay. from the city. Where, where is it? Like there's a, not a Dawn Donuts, but something like that. Like on 1462, like right I where you get like next means. to McDonald's. And I, don't I don't know, know what, what McDonald's is. The, in Alvin. The golden I don't know bird. where Alvin is. So I Googled donuts and I, I put in the directions and this donut shop, it was a Shipley's too and it was straight up and one left and along that road. So I can do that without a map and I was like, okay, it's going to be fine. It was not. Famous I last didn't words. make it there. I pulled into a high school at like, what, five thirty, six o'clock in the morning or something. So the teachers at someone's coming into the car park and I'm sitting there with the car running like trying to Google where the fuck Super I'm going. Super suspicious. I know yeah. the high school you were at right next to the Starbucks. That's where know. Nick sits every morning. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> I don't know if there's a Sit stop. Maybe. Stare at the Maybe. children. Hey, you guys want some donuts? <laughs> I got them. <laughs> Check out my van. Do you, you know? You drive America, a van. Yeah. America's the only country in the world that I know of that you can get fucking drive through donuts at 4.30 in the morning. When this do, is when crazy. Do other God bless them. America. What the? F- no, who gets a donut on their way to work at four thirty in the morning? Everyone. That's insane. <laughs> Every That's literally. Insane. Wait, so this is coming from the person who enjoys donuts the most at you know, seven thirty in the morning I when they get to work. I only eat donuts in America. It's because I don't when eat sugar in any other country. Yeah, when does everyone else eat them? They're like. <laughs> well, you eat one maybe it's a snack like so that's you, have to you have know your that's, dinner first so that's where you know that's where the uh the, the whole joke with cops and donuts comes from is is you know 30 40 50 60 years ago like the only thing that was open at 3 30 4 o'clock in the morning was donut shops i mean that was it because that's how early you have to get there to, to that's do fucking everything. crazy yeah so that's you know if the cops work at nights that's where they all go you know to get you know late night snack or early morning snack because that was the only place open you know not, nothing else open until 7 8 in the morning but now you got waffle yeah. house well that's that's true too you know waffle house the uh the uh, federal government and emergency management uses waffle the, the, the whi the waffle house index um, to to gauge recovery after a natural disaster, so because they'll see the waff- <laughs> I, they'll see how many waffle houses are opening back up because there's just so many all over the place, and then they'll kind of gauge like okay they're getting supplies, they've got power, they've got so this area is more recovered than this area because Whoa. of how many waffle houses are <coughs> dead serious. <laughs> dead serious. Unless unless we're looking for Karens, then we're looking at Chick Fil A indexes. Well, or <laughs> it's a Sunday because then you you know that just throws everyone off. <laughs> America wow. dies on Sunday according to Chuck Truitt. Yeah. The guy who started Chick Fil A. I mean, he makes some good ass chicken. Dude. I don't. I don't like his stance on the gay folks, but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I could give a fuck about what he says about anything, but he makes good chicken. Yeah, I don't. I don't care where he goes anywhere else. Man, I. Uh, how's that? How's that bucket of so fucking great <laughs> cream cheese yep. covered in syrup with what kind of nuts? Macadamias. Macadamias. Oh, dude, you got macadamias? It's zero calorie syrup. You got some macadamia. It kind of tastes like shit. Yeah, can I have some macadamia? Zero color, like like maple syrup or like. It's got to be shit in there. It's yeah. If you wouldn't it like, can't it. be good for you. Well, hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's read the ingredients of my zero. Ca- if my calorie more than like three, free. It's fucking terrible. More than three, what? America, you have like a first thousand ingredient: ingredients water, 
Cellulose gum. Not sure what that is. It's a glucose product. Artifi- yeah. Natural and artificial flavors could be anything. And then the rest <laughs> of it. flavors. Salt, sodium benzoate, and potassium sorbate. Supernatural. Lactic acids. Organic. So, uh, sodium bisulfate. <laughs> Vegan. <laughs> Xanthan gum, caramel color, guar gum. Don't Too many g- ingredients. Don't give that to your dogs. Yeah, I don't understand how the how it has zero calories. I don't understand how that works. It tastes terrible. Is it maple syrup? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what kind of it syrup is it? It's, it's it's zero calorie chemistry. It's and not it tastes like shit. Why are you putting it in your body? Because it's great with macadamia nuts and cream cheese. <laughs> because it gives me this yeah. is fat, right? Most of my diet's Got fat. It. And so that makes for a pretty bland, <laughs> you know, flavor palette. So it's just adding, it's just zero cal. it's no sugar, but it's flavor added to the fat. Yeah, but it's terrible for you and it tastes like shit. Uh, it's, I don't know if it's terrible for me yet. <laughs> someday, okay. someday all this research is going to come out <laughs> about wish. stevia and erythritol oh, and all these artificial sweeteners. It's and how 100% already coming out. I yeah, mean, like, yeah, yeah it's, it's the sugar epidemic and even the, the artificial sweetener epidemic is, is being linked to, like, they're just less horrible. See, I believe in the sugar epidemic. Oh, 100%. That's fucking, I believe that sugar 100%. is terrible. For, I'm really open to the idea that this other stuff is also bad for me because it tastes too good. Like, there's no such thing as a, like that free exchange. So, but I'm letting myself lunch. to yep. continue to be fooled until I hear enough about the science to be like, yeah, I can't have that shit anymore. But if right it's now, be full of shit, but right now, fake, fake syrup, fake syrup, cream cheese, macadamia nuts. Dude, the macadamia nuts were fire. They're great, right? They're great. I love macadamia nuts. So, those you're a, uh, Mel, you're, you're vegan, correct? Vegetarian. Vegetarian. Okay. Yeah. Why not vegan? Too hard? Yeah, pretty much. Would I travel you be? Especially a lot here in the U.S., I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, many countries. Like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just hard everywhere. It's hard at airports even. It's hard. Do you like, eat eggs? I, so most of the time I just eat at home and I don't buy eggs. I don't buy cow's milk. I don't buy ingredients like that. Okay. I've only recently, like in the last couple of months, reintroduced cheese because I needed more calories in my diet. Um, in general, that like the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> that might make me sick. He's just throwing cheese at me. Why is that going to make you um, sick? That's yummy. Okay, I'll try it. It's really <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's, it's super cheese. soft. Okay. Uh, what was I saying? Bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, like the donuts on Saturday have definitely have uh, animal products in them, and I love them. So I'm going to eat them. <laughs> yeah, you I eat the it. shit out of them. Yep. I see your little face go by that donut box so yep. much. Oh, uh, no, not without a donut in it, though. Like, it's rare that I walk past that donut box and don't pick one up. Oh, no. I that's have, what like, I mean. seven a Saturday. It's, the, it's like... <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. You're, the donut box lid from the packing room, you look out to the tandem area. She needs help. Dad, what can you fuck? open the kid's package? Oh, wait. Oh, she's I got, got it. it. And that lid is open, and Mel's nose and eyes are just peering over the box. You oh. want to hear about noses? So I've watched Nick Lott walk past that box, open it, sniff it, Shut it and like stuff walking. a carrot in his mouth. Like, <laughs> no, he doesn't even eat carrots. It's got calories. That's right. <laughs> God, good I'm for a, you. I'm such a piece of <laughs> shit. Hearing you guys talk about me makes me realize how terrible of a person I am. You know, every single day he leaves work too. And he's like, "Fuck, I'm starving." Yeah, I know you were starving yesterday because you don't fucking eat anything. Dude, uh, that's uh, yeah, every day. I eat cream cheese so and macadamia. No. That's a weird syrup. <laughs> we talked Man. about this. Am I've got to. I've got to eat are these like a lot three sections. The or yeah. The whole thing? Yeah. No, it's three little chunks. You can have one at a time. Just shove it all. Oh, in oh, oh man, God. you fucking went for it. You're gonna have to be chewing on that for a second. <laughs> How is it? This is mozzarella. mozzarella. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> as, nat- as natural cheese goes, mozzarella is pretty pretty much a natural cheese. That's all right. 
Yeah. Mozzarella is is uh, I like mozzarella because of the texture and the fact that it takes on the uh, flavor of other things really well because it doesn't have tons itself. Well, it's got a lot of fat in it. Man, mozzarella. Perfect. Cheese is good. That's well, I could never be a vegan for cheese. Mm-hmm. It's oh, cheese is too good. <laughs> Do you eat fish? Okay, I, yeah. I've I've had friends who say I'm a vegetarian, but they eat fish. I'm like, that's called a pescatarian, not a vegetarian. <laughs> it is. Yeah, but I mean, I don't judge what people call themselves. Yeah, no, I don't ever give them <laughs> shit for it. In my brain, I'm like, okay, you're a vegetarian. Yeah, many vegans call yeah. themselves vegans, but uh, not what I define as vegan. Yeah, what what, what do you is. define as a vegan? Someone who doesn't eat or like consume or use any sort of animal product. This honey, where's honey list? So for you, for that's vegan. not vegan. Okay, because that is a very uh, controversial topic for some vegans. Some vegans yeah, say yeah. honey's okay. And that's why don't. I wouldn't argue with someone if they uh. had a different opinion to mine. But yeah. I, yeah. I would giggle in my brain, for mm. sure. Back to uh, you're a pescatarian, not a vegetarian. I don't eat meat. Not, not, not you. Yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. I've never given any of them direct grief, but in my brain I'm like, <laughs> that's not a vegetarian. Yeah. <coughs> so you are in America now. You're eating donuts. You're eating fat food. Yes, I am. Yeah. And how long are you visiting us here for? Mm, three months. Three months? I think I haven't booked a ticket yet, but I think I'll leave about the 4th of November. Okay. It's 4th, so there's a lot of months coming up. November. Okay. And we're off to next? Peru. Peru. Oh. For about a month, and then I go home to Australia. What's in Peru? Um, there's a Peruvian tea that I'm going to go and drink. I <laughs> like, like, what's in Peru? Tea. Is it <laughs> Is it kombucha? Uh, no. Mate? <laughs> That's not the one. Mm. Any teas you're willing Start to talk about? Yeah, I can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is giggling at me. Josh, yeah. is, Josh is like having our own grown, bald teenage girl. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Josh brings a good energy. I like Josh. I was, oh, I was talking about how much I liked you on the way over here. I couldn't oh, believe yeah. Josh. That's not what he said. What'd I say? <laughs> We we needed a uh, sub in for the show, and I went through a list of names forever, and I, I can't believe it took us that long to get to Josh. Who else is on the <laughs> list that got cut? <laughs> I was going to say, I'm way Bro- down there. Off. I'm not going to go through that list of names. <laughs> uh-huh. you know, there are several friends who I thought, Melissa, man, this guy it. could... Yeah, actually, you Accent's were... Accent's terrible. Like, Melissa could <laughs> hang out on the show for a few months and help us out while she was hanging out. I, we would be down with that. I just have to get through my nerve. Yeah. It's terrifying. Dude, watching you at the beginning of this, I didn't realize how nervous you were last time. You said you were just as nervous last time. I didn't see that side. I was more nervous last time. I was hiding it better. I'm more comfortable with you guys, so I can express it uh, a little easier. Thank but you. I was, I wanted to vomit both times. I like took that I as a compliment, Neil. though. I, the fact that you're willing mm. to show me that you're wanting to vomit. Yeah. Your willingness to vomit in front of me. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Humbles me. It. I'll hold your hair. <laughs> no stress. Yeah. I'll, I'll video. Thank you. <laughs> I'll throw it on camera. So we were talking a little bit earlier about, and we're going to get to ayahuasca, I guess, is what we're talking about <laughs> for tea. So it doesn't start, start with, with a, a H. H. What the hell does it start with J? No, a. it does. A. Ayahuasca. A. But he said oh, H. Man. <laughs> he said H. It's, it's, it's ayahuasca. like three letters before H. Man. What? Uh, <laughs> it's three. Is this like... Like how you pronounce herb, like two, like ayahuasca. No, it's it's like just an A. Ayahuasca. But white people want to sound. It's A Y A H. Ayahuasca. Oh. Wow. Okay. And you don't pronounce the H. But anyway. It's cool. not your first Never experience. Mind. Clearly, it's mine. It's not my first experience, no. No. <laughs> so I think, Nick, you've taken a strong interest in ayahuasca. I'm super really? interested in it. I've never uh, partaken in it, but I think it's really neat. 
My my worry about um, you know tr- yeah it's neat like the the thought what does of that word mean to uh, American neat to me means interesting and uh, just makes me very inquisitive and I think it's just cool okay okay it, I don't neat. think many I don't think many adults use that word not since the fifties I've <laughs> <think laughs> <I've heard laughs> ayahuasca called neat before well it, <laughs> it it fascinates me is that better sure that's a Great. better I, word I'm yes. interested that's in it it's yeah, cool yeah. man it's it's but so mis- cool. <laughs> But just the the chemistry of how it interacts with your brain, like that that's possible, is super uh, neat <laughs> to me. Yeah, so, so I I know I mean from from the you know what I've seen and what I've read about you know ayahuasca is you know people do it once and they're like okay that's enough you know like that was you know it was a great experience but it was you know hugely intense and um, you know from from what I've heard and there's a f- I don't know of a lot of people that go back. You know, they do it once and they're done. And so you've you've had this experience before, yes? Who is this? Are you talking like you've read this, or yeah, yeah, yeah. or do you know people who have just experienced no, 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 it? just no, okay. just just seeing kind of kind of testimonials and what? Where are you finding this information? Yeah, everything from you know from from what I see online to you know I was I was watching a couple of good um, there's a really good series on Netflix okay. uh, called How to Change Your Mind, and they interviewed a couple of people and said, hey, I went down and did it. You know, once, but I really don't want to. You know, but so my my question to you is, uh, you know, is w- what part of that experience is really drawing you back? First of all, I want to say that in my experience, everything that I read and see online is not uh, representative of the people that I know that actually do ayahuasca. Really? Yeah, it's very very different. I've never met someone that's done ayahuasca that said, "Okay, yeah, that's enough." Really? Never. Okay. Good. To, yeah, I mean, that's good to it's know. Uh, so, what's what's? I mean, what is that kind of part that's like you know that experience <laughs> that you wanna that you wanna you know that part that you wanna experience again? Like, I mean, the thing about ayahuasca is the the reason more people don't use it is because they're so scared of it. They're so afraid of of getting inside their own brains and having to see things or, or relive things um, that they don't want to experience. Right? You don't. Who wants to walk into the darkest parts of their mind? Almost no one. They'd rather sure. turn the TV on or drink a beer or do whatever they're doing, skydive even, just to ignore those types of things, right? Um, and that's why, in my opinion, more people don't use it. But the ones that do, and they see how beneficial it can be and how uh, not scary. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong, the experience itself when you're in it is fucking terrifying. <laughs> it, but it's great. And it's you do vomit and, and all of those things, but you come out of it. It's not something I, I can describe. Like you just have to try it. And I think getting through an experience like that and realizing you can do it, like anything else that you're afraid of, right? You do it once and you're like, oh, actually I can do this thing. All right, I'm going to try it again. Kind of like that. There's a, there's a lot of research going back into um, uh, like psilocybin and LSD and using it mm-hmm. you know, to, to treat PTSD and a lot of like former, you know, former psychological trauma. And for that same reason, excuse me, for that same reason in that, that it allows you to do that. It seems to be in a very controlled environment. It allows you to kind of go back and, you know, be very comfortable with going back into those thoughts and, and really addressing them, you know, f- you know, from the front mm-hmm. uh, so that you have to process through them. So this sounds like a very similar, a very similar experience, but just in a very, you know, different environment than, than they're doing in a, you know, in a, in a lab or in a clinic. Yep, I agree with that. I'm curious how you landed on this spot in, in Peru. I have some friends that recommended it. Okay. My one of my worries about Is that a new hat, Nick. <laughs> yeah, it's got its tags on. Just, it just <laughs> have, uh, DJ handed it to me thirty seconds ago when you guys were talking. I've that's already, how, that's I've already we, celebrated that's the hat. That's how we wear them here in the U.S. Yeah. Haven't you seen, seen that? Where's the other one? Are you inheriting? Everyone's his old got hat? a hat on. <laughs> oh, you need a hat on. Oh, 
What? You got to oh. take the headphones yeah, off. How do you do it? How do you put How the hat on? I don't do My I head feels do different than I remember. She is enlightened and in touch with herself, but the bitch can't put a hat on. You know, Sorry, I didn't no, mean to no, call no, you okay. bitch. That's a good I don't do hat. like accessories. Are you good in a hat? Yeah. I don't do accessories. Yeah. I don't do... This is why I fucking... I didn't want to go to the chamber either because I don't do anything that um, limits senses. I don't do gloves. I don't do headphones. I don't do like... Anything like that. So things like hats as well. Like I don't. Do, I fucking hate sunglasses. Can't stand them. Um, and hats are similar. Especially like as a redhead too, with super light eyes. I imagine that's difficult sometimes. I. Do you know what? I think a sunglass company made that shit up. My eyes are absolutely fine. I really? see fine. I have no issue in the sunlight because I've never used sunglasses. Maybe that's it. mine are super sensitive. So I will say though, because there, there'll be some people listening that know that I do wear sunglasses indoors sometimes because with the TV. Like a lot of people have Blue their light. TVs and can, yeah, it's th- they have the brightness up so fucking much. I can't deal with it. I like I turn my laptop down to the minimum wow. if I'm using it, and I do put sunglasses on for that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but never outside. A hat looks good on you. Thanks, yeah. mate. Some people it's don't great. wear a hat well. Some people look like a chode in a hat. You <laughs> actually look good. I think I look terrible, but <laughs> no. <laughs> how you doing, girl? What's up? What's Hold up? on, chode. What does that word mean to you? Uh, have we had this discussion wait, wait. before? M- mean no. to DJ? Yeah, DJ. Mean to Mel. Uh, well, hold on, I don't agents. know that word. You, so you don't know what chode means? No. Okay, Tell great. Tell me. Uh, DJ, what does chode mean to you? Man, I am. I don't remember what an anatomical part of... Like, to me, it's a, it's a part of the body, but you're an idiot. You look like a, a douchebag. You look like a, a, a taint. Well, yeah, it sounds yeah. like it's... it's the chode, oh, okay. To me, chode and taint are synonymous That's words. That's where I'm right? going. I know it's in that area. Gooch. So I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gooch. All, all Gooch. that stuff. But the kids these days... They're saying chode, and now it means a penis that is wider yeah. than it is long. That's what I... I have a chode! <laughs> What's up? I mean, it's... You are a chode. It doesn't take much. <laughs> <laughs> but No, uh, I'm taller than I am wide. Okay, great. Congratulations. But, uh, yeah, sorry. I wanted so to explore wait, the, explore the word chode for a second. A chode, we, hold on. We were talking about ayahuasca. We were, Are we going to get back uh, to this? How did we get from ayahuasca to describing something as a chode? Welcome to the show. D- DJ, used, <laughs> DJ used the word chode to describe how some people can look in a hat. <laughs> 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 and I heard the word chode and have recently been involved in this conversation with young people where they're talking about a chode being a type of penis. You do look shorter and thicker in a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And... Uh, <laughs> what tickles are fancy Thick is entertaining. Yeah. That hat looks good. Thank you. That hat looks good. super good, man. I want makes me want to put on my gold watch. Maybe oh. put my grill back in. Yeah, go get the grill. It is a one of a kind. There is a, I have that hat in white on white, black on white, and gold on man, white. Man, I'm gonna have to wear this hat sparingly. I don't know if you know that I have a talent for destroying hats. I do yeah, I realize that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But uh man, this one looks great. Yeah. I uh Chode. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Mel's gonna walk around the DJ. Everything's a chode now. Wearing chode. my fucking hat, calling me a chode. chode. All right, chode. I get it. Chode. All the fun jumpers are like, "Is chode something cool in Australia or something?" Because the Aussie chick over here is calling her be a chode. Hey, the Aussies brought cunt and made it cool. So you know, I'm good with that. Cunt is cool. It is a good word. What's yeah. your favorite way to use neat. the word cunt? It is neat. You're <laughs> a neat go, cunt. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> that is that's You're great. A neat cunt. Yeah, that's I, I like that. There we that's go. fun. Yeah, he's a neat cunt. <laughs> he's, a he's a fucking neat cunt, mate. <laughs> You're a fucking chode cunt. Oof. A chode cunt. It's comma. A, I, <laughs> comma. Oh. A com- oh, you're a Not fucking chode, oh, comma, ch- cunt. You're a chode, you cunt. Yeah. Okay. Like that. All right. I yeah. thought chode anyway. cunt was all one. <laughs> chode, like, yeah. 
A chode cunt. No, a chode cunt. Work. That's a vagina that's wider than it is deep. A chode cunt. <laughs> All right. Rewind. Backtrack. Ayahuasca. Can we get back into a serious oh conversation? God. Sure. So I have this... Uh, I've overheard, I haven't seen this with my own eyes because I've never traveled to this part of the world, that a lot of uh, ayahuasca retreats exist from people who are pretending to be shaman and people who are just trying to take advantage of curious, <laughs> stupid Americans with money. Yes. So that's uh, a big concern for me. But you said that uh, you have some friends that have discovered this place and already vetted it as a, yes. as a legitimate I place. I would not recommend anyone to go to somewhere they found online. If anyone's listening and thinking about doing it, come and find me and I'll talk to you about it. I don't, please don't go anywhere you found online. It's not safe. Yeah, that's scary to me. Yeah. I feel like, uh, is it possible there is any, I definitely get that advice. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. Is it possible, and I still would follow your advice, that one of those 100 places online could be okay? Yes. Okay. I found the first place I went to online. Okay. But so realistically, yes, most of them are shit. Most of them are uh, yes. There's too much of a risk, especially in Peru itself and, yeah. and places like that. I mean, they're it's a money making industry. Yeah, like any other. Man, so you you got this advice through a friend, mm. or you said you found it online. I'm now confused. No, so okay, I've done it a couple of times. The first time I did it, I found the place online um, and had a very positive experience, and then was talking to some friends about it and did it again in a different country, um, and then through them, found out about a place in Peru that I wanted to go to and spend a bit more time at. So this is your third trip? Yes. I uh, So I'm the opposite of Josh. First of all, I, you, I think you're my second for sure, maybe third friend I know, and I've had a good conversation with about ayahuasca mm -hmm. where they've talked to me about their journey, what they went through and whatnot. But everything I've seen and heard is the opposite of Josh. People are not anxious to get back to their second mm -hmm. trip because they want to take time between, but yep. they look forward to it. Yes. So for me, it's the opposite. Th this time around, are you planning on doing anything different, longer, more, less intense? Is there any mm. changes? I just that's why I was curious where you got your information because this this is my experience too. Like if you you've obviously spoken to someone who's actually had the experience and it's completely different to what uh, Josh is finding online. I sure. guess. Um, yes, this time, so, uh, the last couple of times I've done it has been, uh, sh much shorter ceremonies. So you go maybe do like two nights back to back. And the second time I did, I had a couple nights between, but in general, like I did two ceremonies within a week. This time I want to go out to Peru and it's called a plant diet. Um, so I'm actually going to be. Prepare yourself. Yes. Like, uh, not, <laughs> no, like the plant diet runs alongside the ayahuasca. They complement each other. Um, so I start my actual diet for ayahuasca before I go out. I'll start that here in Texas. Is that to cleanse your body or mind in some way? Or is it just like, hey, this is some good stuff to throw up? Because you're going <laughs> to. <laughs> no, if I want to do that, I'd eat ice cream. <laughs> but you're going to throw up. <laughs> yes. Like doesn't everybody does, right? During the, well, not most of the time. If you're doing it right, you're throwing up, yes. Mm -hmm. But you don't actually, some people don't. Um, no, the plant diet alongside the ayahuasca is more like, because... Ayahuasca is generally two main ingredients, right? But the at least the last one that I took and the recipe of the, the one out in the place that I'm going to in Peru has about 12 different plants in it. Um, and all of these things are doing different things with the body. Um, so I will go out to meet the shaman out there and have a ceremony with him and, and uh, we'll find a plant that is works with me um, for what I want and, and what I need and I'll diet that plant every day. 
um, and I'm not. I'm eating like two meals a day, all completely raw, no sugar, no salt, no caffeine, no meat, no nothing, um, no fucking shitty sugar-free syrups. On I anything. can't drink my syrup in Peru. Mm-hmm. No donuts. No. Do you take no donuts d- with you? No donuts. <laughs> no, it wouldn't Carry work on with donuts. donuts. No way. That's a, just an American thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, and how long does this last? How long are you? Uh, friends of mine go out for five months at a time. I'm going for four weeks. Five oh months. My God. And in four weeks, how many sessions is that? Ceremonies. Yeah. Ceremonies. Ayahuasca ceremonies, yeah. two a week. Two a week. <laughs> okay, for four weeks. But I think I'll think I'll do three weeks with them and then a week of like on my own just to reintegrate it back into like uh, society uh, before I go back to Australia. So, so I think are I'll do six. So understanding kind of what it does, you know, to you and, and uh, uh, into your mental state and your psychology mm-hmm. now, do you go down with, you know, with certain kind of goals and objectives of, hey, this is what I want to, you know, s- you know, psychologically, emotionally speaking, like this is really what I want to confront. This is what I want to address. Or do you just kind of let it take you and and and, you know, address what it kind of presents to you as, you know, your your obvious big issues? Uh, a bit of both. Um, I often go in quite open to it to show me what I need at the time and what I'm ready for. Um, but in my, there are a few things that I specifically want to work on within myself as well that I am, yeah. And does it let you do that? I mean, do you feel like you can really kind of focus almost like, you know, like lucid dreaming? Do you feel like you can kind of focus your energy on dealing with those specific things? Yes and no. It depends what I'm asking for. Mm. Uh, it definitely doesn't give me the answers. Um, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> I hoped it would. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get the answer I was looking for on one occasion. Um, <laughs> uh, but it does give you the tools to work through those things and to, I don't know, get to that wherever you need to be on your own. Um, yes, you can sort of go into it with an intention and you can focus on those types of things. But in general, I think it's more, it's just giving you what you need. That's fair. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to uh, just, I've heard some similar things that you've heard about uh, people saying that they're not in a rush to get back into it. And I, I really think that those come from a point of just expressing that these aren't addictive. Like that, uh, you know, ayahuasca and DMT and uh, marijuana and cocaine are all drugs, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. those are, that's all under this, this blanket word when... Uh, you know, these are all very different things that uh, do very different things to your mind and the way that your brain works. And so I think that uh, you know, just to differentiate t- to the people who do have an understanding that drugs are all the same thing, like that they worry about, oh, well, cocaine and heroin is very addictive and that's going to ruin someone's life. And is it, you know, hey, there's a big difference between meth and ayahuasca. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that everyone understands that those are really different things. And so I think that the people that you've heard say that, hey, I'm n- no one's in a rush to get back to this. It's not like you're itching for that next hit. Although you may have had benefits from the experience and you can appreciate the things that you learn from it. It's not like, you know, it's not like you're going to go ruin your life and sell all your things to get money for your next ayahuasca trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And your teeth don't fall out. Well, th- you know, there was, th- I mean, there was so much, in th- there's so much good research, y- you know, and, and studies and, and there was so much like clinical data that was being done back in the, I mean, the forties and fifties and even into the sixties with, with DMT, with LSD, with psilocybin. And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, of course, ayahuasca was discovered, you know, kind of discovered by mainstream, mm-hmm. you know, in the seventies, but there was so much like good, you know, government backed and, and, 
and uh, you know empirical research that was being done mm-hmm. with the psychology of that uh, of those uh, of the you know psychoactive or psychotropic drugs, you know that all stopped in the '60s because that's when we started the quote unquote war on drugs, and it mm-hmm. was just all looped into this Schedule One, you know, along with everything else. And so that's kind of I think that's where a lot of that comes from is that oh you know our our grandparents our parents just it, they lumped it all together li- legally and then clinically. Um, and then banned it all, you know, and then, so now, but now we starting to see, we're starting to see that, you know, you know, the kind of Scandinavian Peninsula is really kind of taking the lead. Sweden and Norway Mm -hmm. are kind of taking the lead on, Hey, look, this is, this was dumb. We need to be, you know, performing more research in this. And now that's starting to, to move back into kind of the Western world. And I think that that's, I think, I honestly, I think that that's a great, you know, a great, uh, you know, great uh, movement there. I mean, I really think legalize everything. It's a self-correcting problem. Yeah, I agree with that. But and but when it's all illegal and there's no regulation uh, about any of it, and it's uh, criminals that are now making this money and uh, harming people to to get away with it, n- none of that sounds good. But if you just say, "Hey, this stuff's all legal. This is what we know about it. This is how we're controlling it. This is how you know you're getting this. This is how you know you're getting that." And it's like, yeah, fuck. Let let adult people do whatever they want to do with their own consciousness, as long as that doesn't involve hurting somebody else. Which That's we already what have laws for. Portugal did. How's it working out? It's fucking great. They're yeah. one of the leading countries in the world for rehabilitation of, of drug addicts and things like that. Really? Yes. So um, Portugal is le- everything's legal. Everything is legal as long as you're doing it like within your own person. You're not harming Controlled, anyone else, basically. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. They had huge, huge problems when the when coke first started coming over from um, South America and things like that. Into like that was the gateway into the rest of Europe. Yeah. Um, so I have friends who lived in our Portuguese lived in Portugal. It's a tiny, tiny country too. So everyone there that I've ever met knows someone who had problems with heroin. And and Josh said in, in that conversation that the Scandinavian Peninsula is forward thinking in Europe. That what what were you meaning? What were you inferring there? Like as far as the Scandinavian Peninsula, or yeah. as far as the yeah, they're being open and, and thinking and looking at more research yeah, about. They're actually well, they've actually legalized a lot of a lot of you know e- e- for the past few years now they've legalized research you know like actually you know medical research and clinical research back into LSD back into psilocybins back okay. into DMT um to where they're actually performing clinical trials you know for on u- utilizing legal psychotropic drugs because there's been clinics that have done it kind of under the table where it's like look if you provide your own psychotropic drug we'll give you the guidance <laughs> but we can't you know we can't do that for you but now these clinics are actually able to say look we're we're controlling the dosing, we're controlling the process, we're controlling this, you know, and and getting really good results out of, you know, like PTSD and, and uh, you know, uh, you know, patients dealing with, with prior trauma, both psychological and physical. So, uh, and, and now you're starting to see, and I can't remember the hospital, it's in the Northeast, but you're starting to see, you know, hospitals here in the U.S., um, you know, the, the legislature allowing for, you know, certain, you know, psychotropic drugs to be used as well. So, I mean, in, in, uh, in Sweden, you know, they have a, I mean, they actually have a suicide clinic there as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Exit, uh, exit, exit. I think it's called where that's uh, you know basically if if that's your choice and that's what you want to do, it's a clinic that actually assists that this issue with that. Oh, it's man, completely that's legal, wild. Uh, ab- absolutely wild. And and you know regardless of your belief in that or not, you know that's when you talk about you know progressive medicine and whatnot. I mean, once again, depending on what side you fall on, that's progressive medicine. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess if <laughs> if I'm going to make the argument that adults can do whatever they want with yep. their consciousness, I guess. Uh, I guess that's an option. Jesus. Yeah, why is it wild? Uh, just to think about uh, the state assisting people in killing themselves just seems like a crazy thought. I mean, there. what about I like the idea. 
man, I hate the idea of comparing my grandparents to my dog, but you know, the idea of putting your dog down when yeah, I mean, people are in a state of misery. When you talk suffering. about it with, with all the emotions removed, yeah, it seems like an objectively fair thing to to do. But uh, man, I hope that they just have an equivalent support system before they say, and uh, "Yeah, fuck it, Bill, you're having a bad day." Suicide clinics right up the road. Nice knowing you. Yeah, I think there's a lot more that goes into Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, that. but that's just that's think. just where my brain goes to, is some depressed 19-year-old who's just gone through a breakup and thinks <laughs> that they have nothing to live for because they're overly emotional. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, kind of prerequisites of counseling and all that that probably go into before they'll lie. And that's that, the thing. I would love to see the stats yeah. on how many people rock up to a place like that and actually don't end up killing themselves. Wait, is prostitution... I'm yeah. sure more than... Yeah. More than that's is, is prostitution legal in the same country? I'm sure. Cool. Problem solved. No <laughs> one's going to the suicide clinic. It's legal in most of Europe, so I think. I don't know. Maybe just the industry. Mel's looking confused now. Not confused. She got just arrested uh, once. No, no, no. It's just <laughs> the difference of like where my brain goes and where Nick's goes. And on a topic of like, like no, not the prostitution. I ignored that completely. Um, <laughs> Can't try no, funny like anymore. his I get it. brain went to a place of like someone just opening the yeah. door. Like, here you go. Here's your shot. Bye. See you later. Fuck you. Now, do you know the and movie? And mine was more about like, I think that having a place where someone can go who's in those that state of mind that isn't like a traditional therapy or anything like that that they have to call and ask for help. They're just going because they want this thing, and then like as a result of this process, they actually get the help they need and they feel yep. better. Yep, I can't I imagine they're not being, thing. especially if unless you you know have a terminal illness. I can't imagine they're not being like some sort of yeah. like okay, if you're going to do this, you have to go through X amount of hours of counseling. You have to go, yeah. you know, to make sure you're you know that, that this is really the option that you want, or or it may be limited to, to you know being terminally ill. I'm, I'm not really sure, but I, I do know it exists. So, but hmm. part part of me is being cheeky because it's just like it's just. I was so just saying we just got super dark on this show, yeah, like, but <laughs> but just because it's such a stark contrast from. You know, so many things in, in the States are taboo. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, even talking about psychedelics. Like, I don't know that we've ever really had a discussion about it on, on the show. No, we've been very careful of this topic. We really have. Um, so I, I want to ask some questions about the ayahuasca and just uh, kind of confirming your knowledge. I've tried DMT. I've not taken a really good journey with it, but I've explored just a little bit. Um, Nick, I think I can say you have as well. I just that's, un that's unsubstantiated gossip. Um, so, okay, awesome. So allegedly, Nick has <laughs> as well, <laughs> and, then, um, and then I, and then I, of course, not. Um, <laughs> so we we've avoided these conversations because we we've uh, had them off the air. And as a matter of fact, after your last show, your your first visit, we went into this conversation off the air. Yeah, we did. And we I ended up asking during that time frame if you're willing to get into the conversation publicly because. Yeah. Even if people aren't interested in these journeys, I think what Nick suggested earlier, the taboo of addiction and drugs, and just because it's a quote-unquote drug, you can't say they're all the same. It is, I mean, if you think weed and crack are the same thing, you're a fucking idiot. Go smoke a bowl of crack and go smoke a bowl of weed, mm. and they're two very different experiences. I can guarantee that. Um, um, yes, I have personal experience. I'm not proud of all my experiences, but I've, I've had a few. Um ayahuasca is something that I, I think people should be more open to, even if they're not interested in it themselves. Yeah. Have you tried DMT? Yes. And how do they compare? Um, they're not the same. I would put DMT more in the category of mushrooms and those types of uh, psychedelic drugs. Also, because DMT is quite often, uh, I would call it misused, the same way mushrooms and things are, in that 
most of the people that I know that do these types of drugs are sitting in a room full of people smoking on the vape pen or uh, having an experience that's more um, recreational recreational that's the word yes a lot more so actually they're using it as a way to avoid and not confront the things they should be confronting most people use alcohol yes exactly the same Um, and I find that DMT does that too Um, or a lot of people use it in that way as well Uh, whereas ayahuasca you can't I was going to say, ayahuasca seems to be so limited, like you, mm-hmm. like just because of region, because of culture, because mm-hmm. of that, they're, they're almost, I'm not going to say has to be, but there almost kind of has to be that ceremonial value to it mm-hmm. where, you know, I can get DMT, I can get, you know, mushrooms from anywhere. Yeah. You know, it's, you really have to be committed to making that, that journey, yeah. both physically and psychologically. Yeah. So is it safe to say you use DMT in the spiritual sense? Is that a fair word for me to use with you? For sure. Okay. I use it ceremony. Like, I yes, if I'm doing MT, it's it's ceremonious to me. It's it's uh, I'm in a specific place with things going on and I'm like, I'm intentional about my use of it. Yeah. Uh, it's not recreational. So I've tried DMT twice. Once was with a good friend of mine who has a white hat with gold trim. I won't say his name. Yeah. Um, the second time Bus was... Bus just drove by. An- <laughs> another... <laughs> Another time was by myself afterwards, and I just realized I needed somebody there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, quite honestly, I'm afraid to use to drop the bowl I have in my hand mm-hmm. as I fade off into nowhere and it break and or burn my bed down while I'm laying in it. So I, yeah. I, that's my big fear. Um, um, but I'm, I'm just curious when you use it. So for me, it was very intentional. How do you compare that to ayahuasca? Um, I would so I've heard like it's elementary school versus graduate school. Yeah, same. They're both educations. Yes, Um, I will say that I did ayahuasca the first time, and I tried DMT between the two ceremonies of ayahuasca that I did, and the visuals and the that I had on DMT were much much stronger um, than I did on the, the first time I did ayahuasca. And then the visuals I had the second time were incredibly strong. And I think that me doing the DMT actually opened up uh, something in my mind that allowed me to have that experience during ayahuasca. Um, so it was extremely beneficial to me. And, I mean, DMT is an ingredient in ayahuasca. And you you don't get sick with DMT, but you do get sick with ayahuasca. Yes. How long, how bad? Depends on the ceremony. But in general, once once the ceremony itself is over, then it's done. You're not sick anymore. So I, I've, have you ever had a bad trip of anything besides? Yes. So I've had bad trips, uh, mushrooms. Yep. And I, I have this really either fortunate or unfortunate, it depends how you look at it, uh, reaction to edibles. If I eat any amount of marijuana, mm-hmm. I will vomit. I will vomit and it will be rainbow colors. Not to you maybe, but to me. Because right when things get good, that's when I get violently ill. Um, I just get, anytime I have a bad trip and I vomit, it's just such a bad fucking experience for me. Okay. And that's a fear I have. With, I don't even know if I would, uh, I have other fears of ayahuasca as well. I mm-hmm. won't even try to pretend this is my only stumbling block. But that alone, being sick, vomiting, having those bad trips are such a negative thing for me. That scares me. How would you compare a bad trip to that part? Uh, It's not the same at all. Vomiting ayahuasca is not like being sick on any other kind of drug. First of all, we diet. uh, So I'm fasting before I'm doing. So I'm I'm dieting up till 
um, like say like a week before I take ayahuasca and then the day of about nine hours before I stop eating. So there's absolutely zero in my system uh, to vomit except the, the shot of liquid that I'm taking as ayahuasca. So when I'm vomiting, it's not sickness like like you've experienced before and like you like it's not like any other vomit we use the same word because technically my body's doing the same thing but there's nothing coming out of my body not even that there's nothing in my stomach if i looked in the bucket there's almost nothing there and i would say the last time that i did it i was vomiting for probably four or five hours straight uh but i was vomiting colors and feelings and um, emotion and all these things and i was pulling snakes from my throat and out of my body but there was nothing actually in the bucket it's a, it's a completely different experience to how your brain, like, sounds terrifying. What it, is, it is terrifying. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so, when you got to uh, snakes, man, that's where you <laughs> That's where you lost, DJ. <laughs> yeah. Snakes, nope. No, but that's just the my Bible brain. The Bible says it's that's the just devil. Just snakes are evil. Sure. That's just what my brain did as well. Yeah. It's not necessarily what yours would. No, no, but still snakes. Dragons. Did you be dragons? I don't know. Just no, dude, I'd be into dragons. Dragons come out of my mouth. I'm Asian. That, you that's see, what I'm saying. Did you see the carp on my stupid keyboard pad? I did. Yeah, that thing's pretty dope. So, um, man, yeah, it's it's uh that the sickness part. Mm-hmm. Like even when I'm if I just am sick and I'm yeah. vomiting, it's just something I I don't do with well. Um. But oh, it's not the same. You can't. No, and that's what I'm finding out. But not four hours straight, you were vomiting. You were throwing up. You yeah, okay, that, I are, think are we need a different an, word. In an, like, in, in you were retching. Sense. Were you like physically, or do you mean that in a in a psychological? Were sense? Were you like retching, like physically retching, like you were vomiting? Yes, <laughs> physically, I was making the same <laughs> motions that I would if I was actually vomiting, um, and I was hanging off a bucket like trying to get more i was trying to vomit more and more like Ugh, i wanted like to that. get all of it out I'm because not it to be feels so good is it, it's is it is it you know like psychologically cathartic in a way like when it's it comes out yeah it's incredible interesting yeah um so yes technically physically i was doing the same motions uh, but what was coming out it was completely different was so you got me somewhere you said when it was coming out it felt so good mm-hmm. No matter how much I hate vomiting, when I get that projectile vomit, mm-hmm. that like loaded, mm-hmm. it feels so good coming out. Yeah. Um, not to be silly, but it, that 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 I kind of yeah. Well, because that's what the body's doing, right? Yeah. If you eat something, or a dog eats something that it upsets their stomach, you vomit it to get that that shit out of your body, right? Yeah. That's what is happening when you're doing ayahuasca, except it's not a physical thing that you're expelling. It's it's inside you spiritual it's spiritual it's it's emotion it's uh trauma it's things other things it's not a physical thing so my biggest fear said and done and realistically the vomiting thing is kind of a strong emotion for me Mm -hmm. um i can i think i can get through that especially with some of these last parts of the conversation Mm -hmm. my mind has repressed things and hidden things from me to protect me for a reason. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave them there, so I'll fuck you. <laughs> um, and I don't mm-hmm. mean that. I'm not trying to be be silly, but at the same time, part of my thought process is like, I am absolutely afraid of what am I hiding from myself? Because we are all hiding shit mm-hmm. from ourselves. Yeah. That said and done is your purpose, right? To find yes. what you are not allowing yourself to remember. Yes. And if you have not realized in the last five years of your life and that whoever you are if you've not realized in the last five years of your life something that you didn't remember and you feel an embarrassment or regret about a, a feeling or an action that you've oppressed you're either not old enough to have experienced life 
where you are fucking lying to yourself yeah. and you're not looking deep enough. That's that's real bravery right there. Yeah. That's real bravery. Like because I so I find those things and the things that I remember and things that I in the last five years go like, man, was is that part of my life? Is it, did that happen? Am I repressing that memory? Repressing that memory? Is that is that there? And then to get that access where you're at, like, do I really want to know who I am? Because I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, what do you think that those dark parts of your mind are doing in everyday life to you, though? Like, do you not think that it has a knock-on effect to how you are? And, like, it's not just like it's packed up in the back of your mind. It just stays there and it's not affecting you, right? So, I agree. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I can sit here and say I believe something like the experience you're talking about to fast-forward what my thought process is. Mm -hmm. My thought process is, is as I recognize those thoughts, as I recognize those feelings or those understandings, mm -hmm. to embrace them, not necessarily because I like them, mm -hmm. but because I embrace them to understand that, yes, this is something that happened in your life. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is an experience you either had, shared, or gave to somebody else. Yeah. And you need to understand that this is real. Because only once you accept that can you process how to overcome and be better because of it. I can't do anything yeah. about it happening. Not one fucking thing can I do about the picture I have of Nick Lott on my phone with a Red Bull can in his ear. Not one thing. Why are you bringing up old shit? <laughs> I, uh, I keep that picture hidden, but I do have that picture. I saw it the other day. Um, but I, uh, what can I do in the future? What can I do differently? You know, what can, can I recognize my friend's desire not to do that thing I just asked him to do? But despite me, him not wanting to, he was a kind enough friend to do that picture for me. Um, I, I feel like ayahuasca would fast forward that, but I, I, I don't want it fast forwarded. Maybe because I'm afraid. Mm -hmm. um, also, maybe because I'm comfortable with the journey I'm on. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't. I'm still on, man, I'm 48. I'll be 50 uh, next year. And it's. it's you skipping a year? <laughs> I'll, I'm, I'll be 49 this year. December 31st, baby. Yeah, yeah, no. oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be 49 this year. I'll be 49. Gotcha. And, yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm I like, that too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, yeah. I'm at the very end of the year, so it's super confusing. I'm 48, and I'll be 35 next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how women age. That's how you bitches do it, right? Um, but it, it's the older I get, the more open and accessible I've become to myself mm -hmm. and the more content I've been with the path I'm on and, and I don't like the word content mm -hmm. because in some point contentment becomes complacency too mm -hmm. easily stagnation yeah stagnation yep. um but I'm content in the fact that I know I'm continuously pushing growing and being open yep. you know listening to these kind of conversations I got something in my eye now besides my finger um this kind of conversation even if I don't ever take an ayahuasca ceremony, even if I don't take any of these journeys, hearing your perspective, your thought. I do. Last time after the show, we sat here for, what, two hours talking to three, maybe four of us? Who else was on the mm. show with the three of us? Alex. Alex. There was four and Elsa. Elsa's last show. Elsa, okay. Yeah, man, I'm missing A room full of people. Elsa's doing so well. Mm. She is doing so good, man. Yeah, she's I, amazing. Yeah. Wonderful young lady. Um, uh... Yeah, we say or talk for a couple hours about this. And mm -hmm. it, it's interesting to hear that perspective and the bravery. Because uh, back to it, you're you're facing the worst you. Man. Why you say man? I wouldn't consider myself brave. Oh, I 100% would. <laughs> I'm I mean, scared of everything. Apparently not. <laughs> so I don't think 
being scared of anything defines bravery. Yeah. I think confronting fear defines bravery. That's yeah. just my take on life. So I consider you a very brave woman. Um, I am a-okay confronting my fears, but I'm also super cool leaving them alone. If I had to deal with a snake right now, I would deal with a snake right mm-hmm. now. But motherfucker, take that snake out of my house and don't have it it's in like here you, ever It's like you've got that agreement with the boogeyman underneath your bed. You're like, you stay there, you're fine. I'm not going to reach under there. It's <laughs> just, he just lives there, and it is what it is. No, it is very clear and obviously clean underneath my bed. You can see clear light from one side to the other. There's no boogeyman under there. There are some fucking little dust bunnies, like fucking <laughs> werewolf bunny size. Those little fuckers. Actually, there's none of those. We flooded the house. We're good. So I so just I mean uh, you know I know we've been talking about this a lot, but I want to hear about I want to hear more about Australia and you know since you're we're kind of moving we're kind of moving from Peru you're mm-hmm. going to spend some time in Peru and they say you're going back home to Australia. So mm-hmm. where is home exactly? Perth. Oh, nice. West side, West Where's Australia? Perth? Uh, West Australia. What state? Okay. Western Australia. Yep. Like West. Gold Coast. Uh, opposite. Kinda opposite of the Gold Coast. West, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Everything else is on the east. I'm on the west. Gotcha. Gold Coast is southeast. North. Northeast. Northeast. Gotcha. <laughs> Queensland is east center. <laughs> you got. You Get got a geography uh, lesson now. I'm on the west. Y- you got to stop asking her about direction. She doesn't know. <laughs> I know. Hold up your left hand. There that is. took way too long. <laughs> because I have to think of where my LT is. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, so we we, dis- we discovered this just the other day. We were sitting on the packing mat. And talking about the direction that the airport is, like where Houston is relative <laughs> to the drop zone. And you know when you get off 288, you take uh, 1462 into the drop zone and you turn right. right. Or you take 1462 into you turn right. So this entire time that Mel's been here, which is, this is your third trip, third trip. to the States, she thought that the airport and everything else was in the complete opposite direction. Because <laughs> when you turn from 1462, you turn right, which means everything that you just <laughs> saw is behind you the other way. And then we just I started discovering uh, this I issue with directions. Queensland is the I northeast state. I don't drive state. either, so... It's fair. I just ignore the rest of the journey. No, it's awesome. So so you're going back home to Perth. Are you just mm-hmm. going home to hang out? Are you going to skydive? Are you, uh, I mean, what's the what's the plan? I haven't been home in three years. Oh. Um, I have a new niece that I haven't met. And Aww. I need to go home and spend some time with my oh. family. Uh, one's three. And I did meet her. Oh, four, nearly four now. I did meet her just before I left. And the new one is one. Oh, wow. So sweet. Yes. Do you get to communicate with them much? A little bit on FaceTime with the older one, but not so much. Yeah. Have you, uh, is that all you do is, is like FaceTime? Do you use any video messaging services or the like? Mm-mm. Face- oh, it's not even FaceTime. It's whatever the WhatsApp video yeah. calls. My uh, rabbit, you know rabbit? Mm-hmm. Rabbit uses an app called Marco Polo and he loves it. And for mm-hmm. the longest time, I'm like, why the fuck do you use it? You just can talk to your friends and family whenever you want. And then I hung out with him for a trip. We, we were on a trip for Spaceland together and it, it's leaving a voice message on video. And it's been super great because now I use it to communicate with my family and I've been able to watch my niece Sophia grow up mm-hmm. this way. I get to constantly see her grow up. I get messages her from from her all the time. It, it is super neat to, to mm-hmm. stay in touch. So I would recommend finding an app like it mm-hmm. just because for me, we're visiting my niece in December. We're going to go mm-hmm. visit my family in December. I say my niece. We're going to go visit my sister, my parents. No, nah, fuck them. We're just visiting my niece. Hey, Debbie. Fuck you, Debbie. <laughs> Nobody likes you and your stupid bulgy eye. I like you. You're beautiful. Your eye looks horrible. She, I don't know anything about your eye, but you're great. They're on vacation, and now I know where she had to go to the ER, and her eye's all jacked up, swollen, looks really wonky, dude. Poor girl. <laughs> so, 
Hey, sorry about your brother. Yeah, a- that, Aaron, your dirty laundry. <laughs> that is. Oh, I don't mind airing my sister's dirty laundry one bit. She's. Uh, that's not anything that I think she'd be worried about. Um. Now this other. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, um. What was I saying? We we're talking about Australia. Yeah. So how how long you plan on staying at home? Yeah. What's in Perth? I'm Any not sure yet. I don't have an exact plan. I would like to be back here by March. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so m- I'm thinking two to three months in Australia, but we'll see what happens. Coming back here, like straight back or via via Europe or anything like that? Depends what my plan is next season. Uh, I'm not sure whether I go back to Norway. If I go back to Norway, then I'll be out here for a few months before I go. And if I'm not going back to Norway, then I'll be probably out here anyway. I don't know yet. Gotcha. Why don't you know? <laughs> just got to sort some things out when it gets to Australia. No, it's, uh, and I'm sure it's life. You've seemed to have uh, lived the last few years kind of without a plan. And embrace what's come to you without as you can. S- without a schedule, maybe. Something like that. Yeah, without a schedule. That would be that would be a better word. You you seem to enjoy what life hands you and you make the best of it and take the most away. So mm-hmm. we we enjoy seeing you come back to visit, seeing you pass through. Hopefully you pass through more often. Yeah, I do enjoy coming back here. Did you ever make it back to the Canary Islands? Because you were supposed to go there? I would uh, I went back to the Canaries after I was here last time, yeah. yeah. But only just briefly. Uh, and then I went through Europe, and then ended up back in Norway for the season. Man, I uh, I've never been to Europe <laughs> until recently, and I've got to go back. I uh, absolutely. Besides European airports being the rudest fucking airports in the world, I'm good. Mm. <laughs> like I thought American airports were full of assholes, but no. It, yeah, we are so polite in our airports compared to what my experience in Europe was. <laughs> Other than that, I had a great time. And the best Thai food I've ever had was in the middle of the woods, in Sweden. Really? <laughs> nah, I don't know if it's the best Thai. Been, been to Thailand? No, I don't know if it's <laughs> the best Thai food I've ever had. But these Thai ladies, uh, anything outside America? <laughs> yeah, these Thai ladies uh, have a restaurant near the DZ, near Skydive Stockholm, and they were one of the food vendors for Vectorfest. And literally, they just put up a little shade tent, sitting basically off to the sides of the wood, side of the wood, next to the the, the clubhouse building. And they had little fire things and walks and cooked Thai food in the woods in Sweden. And shit was good. Shit was absolutely good. I have friends who have been to Thailand eating the food, and they were saying this shit's really wow. good. So, you know, the lady who spoke the most English didn't speak much English. And the other, everything was Thai between all of them. So really good food. And then uh, tacos. Really good tacos. And, and by the way, Whit Milam, if he ever tells you an opinion of tacos, don't listen to the shithead. Fuck you, wait. You don't know where, where, where are the good tacos at? <laughs> uh, we were, there was a dude. Uh, what country? From maybe, Equ- he was Ecuadorian. That's fair, okay. He was Ecuadorian with a Mexican taco truck in Sweden. Not joking, it was a Mexican taco truck um, in Sweden. Um, some fusion. And and I thought about having some tacos there, and I asked Wit. Wit I didn't expect to see Wit there. If, if you, I think Wit's been on the show yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a Texas boy, so. I has he? I think I don't remember. But what's a Texas boy? I'm like, yo, he, how's the taco? You're gonna have a decent opinion of taco. He's like, eh. I'm like, well, the Thai food's great. So, if, eh, is your answer? I'm I'm good. I'm out. I'm not gonna have a taco. Stefan, uh, the owner of L and B, he's like, hey, have you had a taco truck? I'm like, I've heard it's. Eh. He's like, fuck it, let's eat our Thai food. He Stefan doesn't cuss, but fuck it, let's go eat Thai food. And do you know Oscar Oscar uh, Aspura? I don't know if I said his last name right. Um, so I've, I've known Oscar for a bit, not super well, got, got to know him good there, but he is a chef. He, that boy is absolutely, apparently when it comes to food, if he's going to cook, sit down and enjoy a very good meal. And if he has a food recommendation, 
listen to the motherfucker. That's what I've learned. And Oscar said, eat the taco truck. So uh, Wit never listened to with advice <laughs> about food. That's what I've learned. July 2020, he was on the show. Yeah, he was on there at some point. He's done a lot. Sorry, Wit. Love you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. 2020. My, brain, my brain's broken. It's it doesn't been a while. It's, it's been quite a while. So you're going to go back to Perth. You're going to visit family. Hang yeah. on. We're talking about food. Is there anything that's like oh. a staple of Australian cuisine? Oh, like when you think question. of Aussie food, what do you say? Vegemite. Vegemite. Ugh. Tim Tams. Wait, wait, wait. What are Tim Tams? Chocolate biscuit. I had some at the drops in the other day, actually. And everyone who tried You've never heard of Tim great. Tams? I've never heard of Tim Tams. When you say biscuit, you mean cookie. Cookie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> I love your I love eye rolls. Eye roll. yes. <laughs> She's got yes, the best cookie. eye rolls. And then they st- she rolls her eyes and then her head like continues with the momentum. Do you guys use the word cookie in Australia? <laughs> yes. So to mean what? Cookie is just the one that has like, it's flat with, with chocolate chips and like those kind of ones. Chips Ahoy. That's uh, a cookie. Like the okay. one at Subway. Those yep. yeah, ones, sure. they're yeah. cookies. Mm-hmm. Biscuits are all of the other ones. Like okay. wafers. So do you know what an American wafer. biscuit is? Yes, I and do. W- and what do you shit. call those? <sighs> it, um, we don't have... It, so your biscuit is like a halfway between a scone and a bread roll. Okay. We don't that's have that product that's a fair in Australia. And you think biscuits are shit? Well, have you put I gravy, spoke to someone the other day. Gravy on them? <laughs> yes, but I... I <laughs> Apparently had, that's how they're supposed to be ate. So I had vegan biscuits and gravy. and Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. And I said they're terrible and everyone's like, mm, they're vegan, of course they're going to be terrible. And I think... Like I don't so mind. I haven't had normal. I like gravy. I don't mind. You know, like like vegans or eating a vegan diet when it comes to like eating a, a like mm-hmm. an organic. Ve- but like when you try to start making stuff vegan, that's when it goes off the rails. Like vegan sausage. Like no, it's the vegan cheese. Like I no, love just vegan sausage. Really? God, I love it. It's them. just tofu with some spice. No, in it's it. not like, tofu. It's, it's like soy. But anyway, this <laughs> is great. Yeah, it's soy and no, wheat health food. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to offend your but... I can talk shit on that food. I ate it for a decade. <laughs> so Vegemite and Tim Tams. Yeah. Biscuits. But like, is, is there, yeah, is there like a, is that like like dish or like a style of cooking? That's a really good question. Barbecue. I love no, Australia. That's fair. Okay. We're, we're good. I'm doing ribs tomorrow. We're good. Like I, is I don't really do food, so I don't know. Unless they're donuts. Unless they're donuts. And I only do it because I have to, yeah. Do you count what Nick does as food? I mean, because based off your statement earlier, I don't know if he's doing food. I wouldn't say Nick does food. (laughs) I actually have told him before he doesn't do food, yeah. What do you mean, I don't do food? Like, you have a plan and a like a muscle plan for your body, right? So you eat a certain thing because you know it's gonna make your body a certain way. He does fuel and you not food. stop yeah, and you stop eating for long periods of the day because it does something else to your body. Mm. That's not enjoying food to me. That's like you eat it as a fuel and as a a, a resource. That's so fun. I feel like I have a genuine addiction to food. And the only way to control that is to Set very defined boundaries of like, hey, it happens like this and it happens like this every day. Have you gone to pig out night with Nick where there's no rules for his, what he's allowed to eat? Have you seen Nick eat a proper meal? No. It's disgusting. Nick does thoroughly enjoy food. And basically what you're watching is a fat kid with the ultimate in self-discipline. Nick Nick would probably eat every cookie and biscuit you could put in front of him right now if we just let him eat. We had a donut eating competition and I won. I'll just just say that. Oh. All right, here's what I'm. We we ran out of donuts twice. Here's here's, what I won. It's a tie. Here's what I'm throwing out. We had the same number of donuts. 
So you've heard of only because I gave him half because he was moaning so much. I thought he was a bitch. Yeah, because I didn't want to drive. <laughs> he doesn't like to lose. I didn't want to drive back to the donut he store like again. How many times did you go to the donut store that day? How many oh, times did you get lost work. in a high school parking lot that day? <laughs> Not that day. So ha- you've heard of the donut challenge, right? Like the, like the fiz- fitness donut challenge. No. Yeah. So you start. Um, so it's a, it basically it's a it's a two mile run, and you run a mile. Yes. You eat a dozen donuts and you run back. And God, yes. ba- basically, the, the first person to finish and not throw up all of their donuts wins. I'll throw up before I, I get to the donuts. I think this would be fantastic at the drop zone. We start at one end of the runway. I know exactly where a mile is. And, exactly. Or, I mean, we can just do, you can do the half. You know, we can go down and back. I mean, actually, I mean, down and back is a, a mile. So, right? uh, that, like, grass section, you go like a little loop. If you start from the grass and you walk the taxiway down to the yeah, end yeah, and yeah. you come back to where you started and you have on the, the donuts grass, right exactly there by the walkway. Uh, this would be awesome. <laughs> I've anyway. done two, I've done two dozen donuts in a day before. I would lose. I'm, I'm telling Optimax. you right now, I would lose. I can't. I, I mean, like, I can't. I can't handle that much sugar in one. Yeah, it's too, it's too much. It's it's lo- it's, it's hating yourself with food. <laughs> I occasionally that's how it is. Will grab one of those donuts at the drop zone when you guys have them, and every great now and then I'll have a second. And if I have a second, I want to vomit that night. See, that's crazy. My if I have, if like I have sh- one I can't bite. take that much sugar. If I have one bite of one donut, I'm eating at least five donuts. <laughs> yeah. Like if you I, just cross like that no threshold. No fucking question. Yeah. I want it's, five. It's on or it's off. I want five, but that sugar literally, two donuts, two sugars, two donuts worth of sugar makes me absolutely sick and want to Yeah, and then you night. know what you do is you walk into the bathroom, you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, fuck you, and you go eat more donuts. No, you're old and you don't have the constitution or gut that you did when you were a young man and you take Tums and you cry your Yourself to sleep in the shower. Wow. What's your donut <laughs> choice? When you go to those oh, oh my God. Yes, yeah. this conversation's getting good now. Tell me all about the donuts that you love. Uh, first of all, Bear Claw is the shit. Bear Claw. Uh, bear Claw every day of the week. I don't know what that is. Uh, you don't know what a Bear Claw is? No. It's a pastry about a donut. That's a, about not a donut. It's pa- a donut's a pastry. It's still a donut. Donut is not a pastry. This is America. There's no pastry in donuts. What? Pastry is a generic word for no, sweet. No, pastry is a. No, it's not. It's not pastry in the sense of like flaky pastry. It's a, yeah. it's a shaped donut. Hang on. Pastry. Hang on. Fucking America. Bear, bear claw. Here you go. Is, do, will you accept bear this as a bear claw? One hundred percent as a bear claw. Uh, but it's donut, like yeah, it's donut, it's donut, donut on the inside. It's fried, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Hmm. But of the the boxes that Nick buys, what's your donut choice? You don't ever have like uh, you don't have enough jelly-filled donut choices. So this is where I'm going with this. Is I bought donuts the other day, and someone came to me and was like, "I wonder who bought donuts today. They have some taste." And I went, "Oh, that's me." That's good. Well, I mean, that's not an insult to me. It's an insult to the ladies. You know what I do when I pull up at ship? Yeah, and they give you the I shit say, that doesn't sell. Can you give me Swear three, to God. three dozen mixed donuts? Mm-hmm. Green with sprinkles. That's what yeah. they give well, you. Mm-hmm. They're all gone okay, at the so end of the day. Mel, what's yeah, well, your? I'll eat anything. What's your donut of choice? <laughs> Coconut with white icing. Ah, uh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> At least you got some kind of like fruitiness in it, you know. Oh, what coconut? <laughs> the healthiest option. I mean, you're the, yeah, yeah, that's if, it. If you're I'm the ex-cop. You should be the pro so, on donuts. So you know, the funny part is here is comes that, the expertise. Yeah, the funny part is is that <laughs> I didn't eat a donut for 16 years. I ate one donut in 16 years because of that. Because I was like, I'm not going to be part of the, you know, the 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 stigma. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fit that mold. And so I was like, it, and it, it turned into like, oh, I'm not going to do this when I started. And then it was like six months, and then eight months, and a year. And it's mm. like, well. I've already made it this far. I don't need them. The only time I had a donut, it was about seven or eight years into that. One of my best friends, who was a cop, got married. 
And yeah, <laughs> I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. And you know, just to to fit the theme, instead of a groom's cake, he had he had a gourmet donut bar at the wedding. Fuck mm. yes, dude. This was, I mean. So like he had he had these custom donuts. He's a big breakfast cereal fan, and so they had all these custom donuts made like breakfast cereal. So he had like a cinnamon toast crunch donut, and like a frosted flakes donut, and uh, it was absolutely amazing. And so I said, "Look, I'll break it for one night. One night had a shit ton of these fucking donuts. They were so good." And then went back and and then I didn't have a donut again until I was until I retired. So, so yeah. And even now I don't I don't have a whole lot of donuts. But God, I love donuts. <laughs> oh, I, lo- I, I love them. Oh, I love them. I just, I just. Dude, you know. speaking of good food so good. and you eating, uh, have you been back to Grace Pizza and Shake Shack? Oh yeah. Several have you times. seen the Maddie G <laughs> Sammy? No. So I, I went there. I took Chris Vidal there for a work lunch, and I was going to get there was an off the menu calzone. Uh, Grace, you know, Grazia's is. Yep. Uh, right next to Grazia's, they had a place called Grace Market. They did killer sandwiches. Oh, so good. Salads and sandwiches. Fucking so good. dope. But Grace Pizza and Shakes is another brand they've had that have done good in other locations. So they converted it. And I saw, like, yo, they have this off-menu item called this calzone. So I went there with Fudala. I pulled up their Facebook to see, like, where is this off-menu calzone? And they just posted the Maddie G. Sammy. It is kind of calzone-like as far as the, the way it's put together. Wagyu beef meatballs, whipped ricotta, spicy marinara, shredded mozzarella, fresh garlic, sliced jalapeno. The Maddie G. Sammy is off menu. Uh, look for September 6th if you're looking for the date, dude. Dude, go order that Maddie G. Sammy. That shit is fucking like. The, the, the Wagyu beef meatballs are vegetarian if you need to hear it that way. I promise. That sounds it's terrible. So, this, this meal sounds terrible? Yes. It sounds great to me. I like it. Let's whip, go. whip ricotta. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, there's a lot of things in here you just want. Spicy marinara. Yeah. <laughs> Not a big fan. Sliced jalapenos. Not a big fan. Garlic. You are boring as fuck. No, I, re- I honestly <laughs> no, really sorry. think the only food conversation worth having with Mel is about donuts. I think we've already had it. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. She's told me I th- don't like that if, if she could just take a pill to satisfy all of her nutrient needs and not have to ever eat, that she would do that. I would 100% eat. agree yeah. with that. That's crazy, you would? dude. Yep. I enjoy yep. food so much. That's crazy. Oh my God. It's such a waste of my time. It Buying it is a waste of money. Like having to make the decision about what I want to eat, having That's to fucking prep I it stopped. and cook it and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, for since about March, like I just, like I've pretty much been eating the same diet, yeah. like breakfast, lunch, and almost dinner. And maybe I'll vary dinner, like maybe once or twice a week. But other mm-hmm. than that, it's exactly the same. And a lot of that is just to meet my, yeah. my macro need. But. Um, a lot of that is too is just I don't want to have to think about it. Like I don't want to have to. What am I gonna have for lunch tomorrow? Look, I know what I'm gonna have for lunch tomorrow, so I can go ahead and pack it up, get mm-hmm. it done, you know, eat it real quick. I'm not taking a bunch of time. Dinner, yeah. same thing. I can get home. I know exactly what I'm having for dinner. You know, it just makes it a lot easier. But I, 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 I do enjoy it here and there. But a lot Seems of time is just whatever. And I'll agree with you that there is good. Like I enjoy having the consistency of what I normally eat. Like my meat, body really meat, enjoys meat, the meat, consistency. veggies, eggs. Great, awesome. Yeah. But sometimes you have a Stuff Your Face festival and you want to see how big of a quantity of other types of delicious food <laughs> you can shovel into your face. DJ is now showing me a picture of, uh, it looks like... A milkshake of some type. Milkshake with mm. brownie piled into it? Yeah. Is that what's happening? Yeah, it's yeah fuck yeah. I'll have six of those. I could do those. that, yeah. Their cinnamon roll shake at this place has a cinnamon roll on top of the shake. Fuck yeah. Yeah. 
So. I'll, dude, I'll give like when I do want to splurge, when I do mm-hmm. want to really, it's pizza. Like mm-hmm. it's it's pizza. Where's like, your favorite place to go for just a, like a straight up cheese pizza? Where's your spot? It, that would be tough. Um, if like just a straight up like cheese pizza is a great Italian joint next to my, you know, this pretty close to my house. That's kind of a, you know, kind of the the consistent. Just because I know it's going to be very consistent, and it's good. And but I mean, the last couple times I've had pizza, I've gone to to Grace's, and just because they've been, it's that's so different. You know, there's so much more, you know, more to it. So, um, but I do love a good. So I, I'll cook if I'm really craving pizza and I have the time. Um, like a good Chicago style deep dish. Like I'll I'll is cook a cast where's, iron. Where's one in Houston? No, no, I'll cook. I'll make it. I, will you? I marry can't. Me? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I couldn't tell you where there's one to go. But like, no, I'll make you know, like in a you know, a cast iron Chicago style deep dish, and it's that's that gets my pizza fix big time. That's that's what I want. I want to find a really. There was a. Uh, I want to say it was a Geno's East, but there was a Chicago deep dish pizza place here in Houston that was a legit Chicago joint. And Paula, you know Paula yep. Richardson, mm-hmm. uh, I feel she's a Chicagoan. She, I feel pretty good about her opinion of what Chicago deep dish pizza is. And we went there with her, and she was just absolutely raving about it. And they closed down at, at some point. Man, I I want a good deep dish pizza. Have you tried Center Court? Yeah, yeah, I've had Center Court. Yeah, they're um, a good solid pizza. Yeah, absolutely good solid pizza. Um, have you had what's the name? You're nodding it? on the pizza. Are you down for the pizza? I fucking love pizza. Yes, I'm talking. About, see, there we yeah. go. Don't say you just like pastry. I don't so. really like deep dish. To be honest, because like, pizza is like just like another pastry. It's it's not. Shut <laughs> up <laughs> with the pastry. Deep <laughs> dish is just deep dish is casserole, man. It's, I don't know anything about it's, food. It's it's Italian <laughs> casserole. It's pizza casserole. That's what I call it. It's not really a pizza. Deep dish. It's, mm. it's like eating yeah. a casserole. Italiano's is on the other side of the freeway, um, other side of 288, and they have a absolutely phenomenal Brooklyn style calzone. If you want just a legit normal it's too much, That's a lot of bread. Mm. It's just a lot of bread. Oh my god. I love a calzone. So and your, and your deep dish pizza isn't a lot of bread? It it is, but Come like on. calzones are like deep dish folded over, you know. So I mean, that's double like deep <laughs> dish. Bring it. So what's your what's your pizza of choice? Anything? Really? Uh yeah. I mean, I prefer thin crust like wood fire if I am really being picky. Yeah, but I We'll also just go down the road to the pizza. What kind of like toppings? Like are you like I'm a vegetarian, cheese? vegetarian, so, so like the standard vegetarian pizza oh, yeah. or... Lot, so you want a lot of vegetables, all that good stuff. Whatever. Yeah. Give me anything. Nice. Yeah. Pizza oh, and cool. donuts. I know. We have pizza and donut night. Next next oh, time next time you leave, we're going all out pizza and donut party. Next time I leave, like November. November yeah, that. 4th-ish. Okay. <laughs> yeah, actually, we have to do something because William got fucking gifts. He had leaving drinks. He got a picture before leave he left. Drinks. I've left leave. twice. <laughs> No, nothing. Oh, no, nothing. no. We've had going away parties for you. It's because you keep coming Bye. back. People are like, you're actually going to come back. I wasn't going to come back. We after have the party the after time, you though. leave. Mm. It's a party for us, I not for you. That. Wow. Yeah. So, um, no, we should we should do. Uh, Willem planned his own party. Come on. He did. <laughs> he he invited us. I admitted that fact. Yeah. yeah. He also planned his own picture. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Is he gone? <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's back to. Uh, South, South Africa. Africa. Western Australia, same thing. Uh, yeah. Not America, white people talking funny. No, it's uh Australia. Um but super dangerous. Yes. Not we, we've not been talking about a Stuff Your Food Festival. We haven't done it in a while. Yeah, it's been uh what fuck, three years, almost four years. We're due one for sure. Pizza is absolutely one thousand percent on that list, or I'm gonna fight you for it. And no, I'll dude, probably I will lose. go to pizza. You know, I'm Thank really God. bummed that mellow mushroom pizza in Houston. Closed down during during uh, the pandemic. So I'm really bummed in general because Mellow Mushroom was phenomenal, and when they grew, they fell apart. Like just a general old Mellow. Did you ever go to Mellow Mushroom when you walked inside? You thought you were having a fucking mushroom trip. The place 
literally mellow mushroom think of like mellow mushroom bro you walk in all the psychedelic looking art that feel that vibe of hippiness to smell mushroom is what it once was and then like they free birds but for pizza yeah except for also went corporate and yeah. their everything went downhill big time it's true so um yeah no i got disappointed in them in general When's the Stuffy Face Fest then? It better not be after anything. November 3rd, I mean, we're apparently. Gonna, we're going to have to plan it. <laughs> November 6th. It's gotta Bye. Be, no, it's, it's got to be after. Uh, it's got to be late October because I leave again for like a long. I'm gone. So we're at Worlds. October. We're at Worlds uh, till the 26th. What are you? Uh, you said we. I'm at Worlds. You're at Worlds. I leave the 25th. <laughs> No, I'll be there. What are you doing at the world? Oh, that's managing. right. You're team managing. That's yeah. right. I, forget, I had this conversation with Wait, you there. Until the 26th, like you're going to be back here. Yeah, I'll be gone the 19th through the 26th. I think DJ will be there a little earlier. Wait right? a minute. So we're going to combine a Halloween costume party with the stuff your face? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You are, you're a team manager for what event? Speed, technically, yeah. I'll be there for the entire like FS and all that stuff, but you know, my primary responsibility will be with Speed. I thought speed didn't end till past the 26th. No, the whole event's done the 26th. You That's guys talking week. about skydiving is really putting a damper on my fucking food boner over <laughs> here. Can we get back to the topic at hand? So, yeah, man. Uh, what date do you leave? Uh, I Not you. Shut up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shut another. up. Four-ish. <laughs> Four-ish. I'm sorry. Oh, so you got plenty of time. Uh, but we're throwing uh, pies at Nicolot on the 5th, so I might... Try and push it. Wait a minute. Oh, that's that's the thing for Courtney. Yes. Yeah, that's a fundraiser. Dude. I've volunteered to be pie. So get out on the 5th of November. Buy a pie. Throw explain it in Nick's this. Face. Nick, explain please. this to, to yeah, everybody. Please. please. Uh, I honestly don't know all the details. That's the it. the other day, Alicia came into the video room and said, Hey, will you do me a favor? I need something. And I said, Yeah, anything. What do you need? She's like, Will you let people throw pies at you? And I said, Yeah, totally. Like, is there a reason? And it's uh, it turns out it's a fundraiser for uh, Courtney Girl who works in the office. And uh, yeah, if it's whipped cream or real pie, I am super into that shit. I don't I don't want it to be shaving cream. I think we're gonna go with shaving cream. So I just I want to take, to be shaving I want to take a time out on that topic I've, for one second. I've been pied with shaving cream. Because fuck pie and Nick. First of all, you can pie and Nick, but one of our office staff in Houston, a girl named Courtney, is mm-hmm. having a child. And like a lot of us in the sport of skydiving, income, and health insurance, et cetera, the, she has her limitations. And my favorite thing about skydiving is the people. We rally together. We rally behind each other. We lift each other up, man. God bless our boy DQ. When he got hurt, our family came together. They rallied behind him. They lifted him up. Our pilot in San Marcos, a guy named Matt Wampler, was in a bad accident. And the community and, and the Boyds rallied behind him, and they lifted him up. And Courtney, so if you're a Spaceland jumper, if you're in the Houston area, or you just want to call Manifest the Skydive Spaceland Houston <laughs> and say you want to donate to Courtney, right now they're raffling off tip- tickets in Manifest. You can win some jumps. Yeah, there are some free jumps and then uh, a couple uh, tiers of discounted jumps. And then uh, thanks to you and L&B, uh, an Aries 2 is the top prize now. Yeah, so we, we, we've got, like, you can win an Aries 2. You can win jumps. You can win all this shit. Um, you, can, you can help a single mom. You can help part of our community. All these gifts are super dope. But you can help our family. And to me, that's the coolest part. While you hit Nick Law in the face with a <laughs> fucking pot. Bring it, you fucking pussies. You throw like a cunt. So you so the week of the first week of November has to be it. Because I get back on the twenty-fifth, um, the twenty-sixth, I'll probably the twenty-sixth, twenty-seventh, I just have to catch up on life. So the the last week, the first week of November. Uh, I, f- I feel like I really want to couple a Halloween costume 
Cost, not a, a contest, but I just want to go eat a lot of food wearing something ridiculous. Do we have to use costumes for this? Because I don't dress up often. Come as yourself. That, scary. So I can't scary come enough. as a chode. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> scary enough. Come as a middle-aged no, bald guy. Let's just not do it. I'm going to be the only child that shows up in some costume being super excited with all my That's casually we'll dressed it's, friends. It's a dress up, Go Nick. We're going yourself. for a dress up. No, but so we can convince Alex to show it? up and Katie to show up. They'll dress up. Brian Menard, we can convince to sh- show up. He'll dress fancy up. dress. That's what yeah. the Brits. Do you guys call it that fancy too? Fancy dress for sure. Yeah, yeah fancy yeah, yeah. dress. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's what we should do. We should go to all uh, these it places. It can be fancy dress. I'll do that shit for sure. Like, no, no, no. Sorry, that's sorry, to the that's nines. Let, let's go. Yeah, let's start dressed <sighs> really Damn, they, nice no, at the, at the they first. Took this the other Man, way. <laughs> you're fucking Americans. We're gonna dress fancy in dress nines. is what you're talking about. It's costumes for Halloween. That's what the Brits and Australia call it. Call costume party. Fancy dress. We were gonna put on cuffs and links and vests and like get all dapper. We should have done the letter. No, because we're going to be rocking up in our fucking clown outfits. We come in as dumb and dumber. You want to be blue or orange? Uh, Blue. You've seen I have the outfit already. My childhood I bet it doesn't fit anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It does. Fat man in a little coat. So... Hold on, pizza. <laughs> Let's Ice not cream. abandon this conversation. Yeah, pizza. I, that's what I was doing. Pizza. Okay, great. Pizza, donuts. No, uh, 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 uh vegan, vegan, vegan. S- cinnamon rolls. Thank you. No. Cinnamon <laughs> <laughs> Vegan. That's not vegan, but I'll take it. <laughs> Mel, I love having you in town. I'm so happy you've come back and visited. Yeah, us. way more comfortable now. Yeah, can I tell. clearly. <laughs> so. Donuts and and vegan blowjobs. What was it we just called that? Uh, tube steak. No, no, no. What's the name <laughs> of that place? The Cineholic. Cineholic. Yeah. Thank God. Cineholic and donuts. Those are our two desserts. Well, we're doing both. Jesus. We're doing four places. We're doing. I want milkshakes or ice cream, somewhere in there. Okay. Cineholic mate probably does milkshakes, right? I don't know if they do. Milkshakes. I think they do milkshakes they now. I think they do. I does, feel like at least does Voodoo do Donuts like do milkshakes? Oh, probably. That yeah. I'm not certain of. Are you looking up Cineholic does milkshakes and then try Voodoo Donuts after that? Um, if not, man, Smush. We could do Smush, smush again fun, in a yeah. heartbeat. Like true cook, uh, homemade cookies, like real cookies. Oh, yes. A- and they take a homemade cookie this size, not one, two of them. And then they put a layer of ice cream between those two cookies. It ends up being a layer of about that thick. It is way too much ice cream no, and it's not. way too much cookie. And it's wonderful. There's never enough ice cream. Oh, it, it's too much. It's not. We're but doing it is. that then. Yeah. So smush, uh, just smush. Star Pizza is my vote for one of the pizza places. Star Pizza is good. I've never had it. I've heard absolutely phenomenal things the, about it. I, I bet you we can find your deep dish and your thin crust pizza at that Star Pizza. Fuck I bet yeah. we get both. Bet, let's go. Bet, <laughs> let's go. Oh man, <laughs> my vocabulary is expanding here in America. Dude, I it's, love it's, the word bet. I just can't use it bet seriously. Showed. No, no. So it's expanding <laughs> into the vocabulary of a twenty-year-old male. Ah, uh, bet you choke, cunt. <laughs> I, I, uh, a lot of my spare time is spent gaming. So I Got speak it. like a fucking twenty-five-year-old gamer. So I'm a giant oversized. Is that child. where Brew gets it from too? Oh, a hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. Chris and I can speak very much the same language because <laughs> we're children on video games. But God, some of those kids bank. make fucking bank. So we're out of here. We're getting, we're going, we're being away. Uh, recently, uh, I need to get a poster out. I need to get the information out. I need to get a, 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 a post out. We have the film festival coming up November 12th. Is that the date? <gasps> or did you move it? No. Because of the wingsuit. That. No. Wing that, that night jump, that night event's not happening. Okay, great. 
Yeah. So we, uh, we need to talk a little bit more off the air about that, but in general, yes. Um, so November 12th is a film festival. Why do you react that way, young lady? You're going to miss it. Gone. Because I had planned to come back out here for the film festival long before I... Like so, so we had an incident in Norway, which is why I ended up back out here earlier than I expected. Okay. And I was planning to come out for the film festival, which I just wrongly assumed was going to be in October. Oh man! Because it always uh, has so I'm been. I'm pretty pissed been. that I'm going to miss it. It always has been in October until yes, now. Because mm. now I'm here in October. That is fuck exactly Melissa. why. No, yeah, you bring bad weather everywhere you go. So fuck. It's at nighttime. So the reason we waited to do it in November is I waited till after time change Sunday mm -hmm. because said and done imagine Nick shows up you know Nick shows up at the DZ at like 330 a.m. right yes he goes there and he works out for 24 hours Gotta and then he's fitness open, yeah fitness pizza in my mouth <laughs> god <laughs> please can we talk about pizza more uh, dude deep dish that fucking thick layer of gooey mozzarella with a nice top layer of red sauce maybe some I know sausage oh but vegetables I'm totally good with a vegetarian pizza as well when you pull it up and separated the cheese is just oh. how's it make you feel nick it's so hungry <laughs> you like stuffed crust stuffed crust stuffed stuff, stuff crust pizza uh, you know i don't like crave it but when it's there yeah it's great it's pizza it's bread and cheese that's what i'm saying you man. get you dip that in some sauce man you get some garlic going on fuck me i thought you weren't ever gonna ask let's right. go well the show's over guys kiss uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's happened well, enough yeah, times. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> yeah, I've never, never seen it. Nick threatens to kiss people all the fucking time, and everyone just pulls away. And I'm waiting for the person that just fucking does it. I kissed Dakota in the last couple of weeks. No, you didn't. Yeah, I'm almost positive. I, I'm absolutely sure that Dakota is the guy who doesn't swerve in that game. Yeah, I'm Where not shocked about it. I did watch them wrestle, which was pretty exciting. <laughs> Jesus. God. Do you watch a lot of gay porn? Sometimes. Okay, <laughs> just check. Uh, so we, we're doing the film festival because it's just a little bit earlier. It doesn't have Nick and I there till 11 midnight. Um, it, it just really is a huge help, I think, for everybody Ugh. to have it earlier in the day. So November made more sense. Also, I'm out of town almost all of October this year. So that, that really Well, I'm out of town in November. Um, and December and January. <laughs> all right, you guys are hosting the film festival. Change the dates and make it happen. I'm out. See you later. Call me DJ. N November fifth is this uh, is this the pie thing. is a Saturday. It's the pie thing, yes. I mean, pie thing could lead in a film festival. I know. mean, if you stay a week and a half longer than your original intent, you're gold, because you're leaving like the fourth. The fifth it's is a Saturday. Legal. It's not legal. Uh you, you you're overstaying your visit. Yes. Oh no, I don't want you to stay, and I mean that respectfully. Yes, I can't do that. I don't want you to stay, so we can see you come back. Yep. The first time I told a friend who uh, who was leaving because of their, their visa or their passport, like, hey, man, I really want to see you leave. What do you mean? Well, that way you can come back because my last friend who tried to just stay can't come back for like five more years. So Yeah, that's a really bad idea. I'm not fucking with immigration. It's, it's man, it's not anything to fuck with if you want to continue coming back, yeah. if you want to continue visiting. If you don't give a fuck, man, it, fuck with them. Good luck. They figure it out. They figure it out. Mm -hmm. in, in I like voice. to be able to come and go. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you can't stay. It's not even so possible. So the film festival's on the 5th of November. Uh, a negative goes for <laughs> man. Fine. I don't give I'll a shit. I'll come back next year. I got to start working. I got to start working on it. Hey, hold on. I got to know. Are, is it, are you okay if my video only plays at the film festival and nowhere else? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, you have to send it I, to me, though. Uh, I'm so, not waiting. So said and done. I want to see it everywhere because I enjoy sharing what you do. But if there's a reason we can't share it anywhere else, I don't give a Dude, fuck. I'll tell you I want to see that it. That is a way to get people to go. I want it. People are going to want to see this. Well, show. I just want it to be really offensive. 
I'm in. I, it, it, if it's something that we can't share, I just want to see. Can it. you make? Can you make like a 15 second teaser that like really alludes to how offensive it will be? I, I guarantee you get more people to go. Do you know why I host the film festival? Do you know why I started this? So I can watch my friends' videos. So I can hang out with my friends, throw a fucking party while we all sit there and watch each other's videos. Yeah. You know why I want to be there? Because of that. <laughs> the vibe, the atmosphere. <laughs> so did you know I threw down a $500 bounty this year? That's if there cool. are 12 legitimate fucking entries, and I am the, I, I will say if they're legitimate entries or not. And to be real, we have had at least 12 entries every year that I would count as legitimate. So if there's at least 12 legitimate entries, I will throw down $500 Five hundred extra dollars for the winner. Whatever mm -hmm. else other prizes we raise, whatever else we get from any other uh, uh, manufacturers, uh, LMB has already agreed to an Aries two and a and a Pro Track two. Um, I'm pretty sure I can get Cookie on board with. They've donated his helmets in the past. I'll hit them up again. I need to talk to Spaceland about some jumps. I'm a little bit behind the curve on some of these conversations, but uh, five hundred bucks. You want five hundred bucks? Make a dope ass video. Get eleven of your friends to make a dope ass video. And come see who's is the best. If I quit being part of the podcast, can I compete? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. The first Are time you we gonna send me the video. Uh yeah, I'll, I'll send you a copy. Good. That Maybe you could okay. make it like you could, you know, upload it to a, a sharing service, and then you can share. You should, could fans. share said link <laughs> on Nick, via social. Nick's so like, look, I'm fans. not putting this on social. Yeah, exactly. But if you want to go see it. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. Parental advisory, you know, so. <laughs> I like this OnlyFans idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think OnlyFans is, is... I'm so curious now to what you have. So... <laughs> I mean, I have nothing except for an idea. It's just an idea. Will you share it with me, or are you going to completely leave me in the dark? Yeah, I'll share it with you. Okay. Some, one year, <laughs> I, he I left sh me I shared. I shared a little bit of the idea with you. I shared that there were two two competing songs, and I'm going to do one of those songs, but the intro is really, to me, what... I don't remember cool. any of this. Okay, I am fuck. I, my brain sucks. Um, cool. So when I at the, at the end I say hit that funky music white boy, you know which button that is, and you got to make sure that slide. You're the is white up. boy. Yeah, he is, he is the white boy. So guys and gals, film festival November twelfth, twelfth, twelfth. Um, yeah, come there, be there, hit that button. Yeah, you go Will ahead. You live go stream for it? it. No. I want someone Facetime me. I want to fucking I got be you. there. Thank I got you, you, fam. Thank you. He's learned all the things <laughs> oh, now. Fam. So. Bet, fam. Bet, bet, bet. That's fam. so neat. <laughs> fucking check. Go ahead and hit that button, buddy. Uh, Till then, Mr. P, you got anything else? Um, Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Mr. Sherrard, welcome to your first time producing the show. How did the uh, desk fit over there? Uh, it fits fantastic, like a glove. <laughs> we'll keep you over there a few shows, get you used to the buttons, and then we'll swing you back and forth around look, the set. You look I'm good on it, that desk. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pineapples around the desk all day long. Oh, now, yeah. you were nervous as fuck before we started. Yes. The most nervous I've actually seen any guests behave before the show. <laughs> it's the end of the show. Was it okay? Yeah, it's all right. Actually. Any of our friends who we asked to be it's on the show? Josh is here. Josh hey, is here. Yeah. Mel, it's always great having you. I hope to see more of you, and thank you for sharing your life with us. Yeah. I really no am. We're blessed. It was fun. Get the fuck out of my house, y'all. Bye. Bye. Cool hat. <laughs> <laughs>